All right, folks, we're back on the air uh, and uh, had a little technical difficulty there. Cleared up a few things. Producer Lon Hurst all over that. And uh, hopefully uh, that cleared it up and uh, we won't have any further issues as we are live from Bryant-Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. It is the 4A State Football Championship. The Hanley Tigers, our very own Hanley Tigers and the Gordo Green Wave. And uh, now it's good. Everybody says that is uh, perfect. Thank you, Lon. Great job there. Uh, Chris May, uh, we're about to, uh, let's see, where's the clock? 17, 17 minutes. 17 minutes away uh, from uh, the kickoff. Uh, so, let you want to jump into uh, our keys to victory right we now? I, wait, hold on. i tell you what let's do. i tell you, let's, let's do this. we got to do a trivia question, and uh, it is the hometown pizza and grill trivia question. With uh, Bobby and Alicia Nobley, uh, the new owners of Hometown Pizza and Grill in the uh, Widawi Village Shopping Center, uh, going to give away a $20 gift card to them. You text your answers to iSchoolSports5, iSchoolSports5 at gmail.com, and that is the number five, iSchoolSports5 at gmail.com, and uh, you can win a $20 gift certificate from Hometown Pizza and Grill. And uh, they are streaming the game today uh, on video, and they're streaming uh, the audio uh, from us as well. Chris, the trivia question for today. Of course, everybody knows the Hanley Tigers were here back in 2011, won uh, the 3A state championship. Of course, we're back here today for the 2020 state finals against the uh, Gordo Green Wave. Uh, The question is, who was the most valuable player of the game for the 2011 championship team for the Hanley Tigers. Again, who was the most valuable player of the game for the 2011 championship team? There you go. The winner, text, and we'll announce this uh, in the third quarter. You have till you have till the end of halftime, to the end of halftime to get your answer in uh, for the trivia question uh, of the day from Hometown Pizza and Grill, Widawi Village Shopping Center, uh, new ownership, Bobby and Alicia Nobley. Of course, both of those. Uh, Hanley alums uh, as well. So, iSchoolSports5 uh, at gmail.com. And we'll, all the correct answers, we'll put them and we'll number them. And uh, we're going to get somebody here in this uh, media booth uh, to uh, to tell us the numbers. So, uh, it, man, you couldn't tell me anything. Chris, it's time now for our keys <laughs> to victory today. The keys to your next new home can be found right here locally Just with the Lori Brown there. team at Home Star Mortgage. What do the Tigers got to do to win this one? I think, Adam, uh, the Hanley Tigers have to find a way to put pressure on Tanner Bailey. He's a quarterback for Gordo. He's a four-star recruit with about 15 Division One offers. He has a strong arm, uh, can throw the deep ball. He's really quick on his release, and he's extremely, ac- extremely accurate. He plays behind a solid offensive line that averages around 242 pounds across that front. So our Hanley defensive front seven has to find a way to get pressure on him and rattle his cage early. Secondly, our Hanley uh, defensive secondary must do another, have another solid game. Uh, the back end of our Hanley defense really stepped up and shut down two talented receivers against American Christian last week, and uh, uh, they'll be facing another talented group uh, this week. So uh, with Hunter Ogden leading the way for that Green Wave receiving core, it's 33 catches for 764 yards and 13 TDs. So they're going to have to find a way uh, to, to – uh, uh, mitigate some of those throws from uh, Tanner Bailey to Oglin uh, and do a solid job in the back end of that defense. And then offensively, the Hanley Tigers do what need to do what they do. They need to establish a run. Tate Meadows is as talented a running back that's ever put on a uh, Hanley Tiger uh, jersey. And uh, he, he, he's 
behind a, an offensive line that's really coming to its own uh, the last four or five weeks, and they're opening up holes. And uh, Meadows is averaging about 206 yards uh, per game through the playoffs. So once he gets to that second level, he's really special. So we got to impose our will early along that offensive front, establish that line of scrimmage, and win the battle at the point of attack. I think they do those three things. Hanley's going to be successful today. Home Mortgage is from the Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage, USDA, VA loans with no down payment, and FHA loan with very low down payment. Find the easiest way home for, for your next new home from Homestar Mortgage, the Lori Brown team. Licensed in Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. Call 334-863-4052. And... Uh, Looking down, I was sorry about that. Looking down at my phone, uh, just making sure that uh, everything was good. Uh, Don Don Strength said that I was starstruck. Uh, doggone it, we got to kick his football game off so I can get into some right. kind. You, you got to calm down I a little got, bit. Yeah, and I took and and listen, <laughs> I took something. <laughs> I ought to be I ought to be absolutely perfect. Uh, I want to get this in uh, right now. Good sportsmanship and positive citizenship are all vital in the development of good citizens. The Alabama High School Athletic Association gladly welcomes the challenges of being a leader in sportsmanship and continuing in this proud tradition. In Alabama, good sportsmanship is a high school tradition. Whether you're at home on the road or on the road, make sure that our schools and our communities, our students, are proud by displaying positive sportsmanship, a public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. You can hear in the background is uh, they are introducing uh, the uh, starting lineups, and uh, so uh, doggone it, it is time for us to uh, just fall right into our starting lineups. The car clinic starting lineups uh, for tonight. You pay and we spray in at the car clinic. That's their motto. Open seven days a week from 9 a.m. until the last car's gone. Get your truck or SUV clean by the professionals at the Car Clinic Main Street in Roanoke, offensively for Gordo. Uh, this morning for the Gordo Greenway, starting at left tackle will be number 58, Bennett Davis. Left guard will be 52, Antavian Hughes. Center will be 51, Hunter Kimbrell. The right guard will be 57, Cade Wallen. Uh, the right tackle will be 53, Daniel Carr. The wide receivers for the Greenway will be number one, JT Billups. Number three, Hunter Ogden. Number four, Isaiah Edwards. And number 17, Ben Caps. The running back today will be number 25, Rayshon Williams. And the quarterback for the Green Wave is Tanner Bailey, number two. All right, the starting lineups uh, defensively for the Hanley Tigers. For the Tigers today on defense, starting the defensive end will be number 26, Dylan Brooks. Your nose tackle will be 61, Matt Towers. Your defensive end will be number 51, Brian Joyner. Your linebackers today will be number 16, Cannon Kyles. Number 10, Christian Jones. Number 59, Jake Cottle. And number 8, C.J. Allen. In the back end of the defense will be number 21, Jamariquai Lewis. Number 4, Dequavius Lawrence. Number 6, Jay Haynes. And number 14, Jordan West. Defensively for Gordo today, Chris May. For the Green Wave on defense, number 58, Bennett Davis at defensive end. Defensive tackle will be Kelton Bird, number 62. The other defensive end will be 55, Will Spain. Linebacker core will be number 17, Ben Caps, Number seven, Corbett McCracken. Number 10, Xavion Glass. And number five, Tyrell Mayberry. The back end of the defense will consist of number one, JT Billups. Number three, Hunter Oglin. Number 13, Chris Neal. And number eight, Azaria Mattery Merritt. And when our Hanley Tigers have the football, 
Who is our offense today? Offensively for the Tigers this morning, starting at left tackle will be number 51, Brian Joyner. Your left guard will be 61, Matt Towers. Your center will be number 53, Carzavier Alari. Your right guard will be number 59, Jacob Cottle. Your right tackle will be 52, Ahmad Staples. Your receiving core today will be number 26, Dylan Brooks. Number eight, C.J. Allen, along with number four, DeQuavius Lawrence. In your backfield will be number 10, Christian Jones, along with number two, Tay Meadows. And the quarterback today will be number 12, Evan Cofield. Car Clinic, Main Street, Roanoke. You can uh, make your ride look just like it came off the showroom floor. Open seven days a week. You paying, we spraying the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Lon, we got uh, we got our preferred spots in yet? Uh, we have not. All right, well, let's uh, take time out and uh, get those in, and then we'll come back, and uh, our captains and everybody should be on the field. You're listening to Hanley Tiger Football on the iSchool Sports Network. Come into a family-friendly atmosphere at Lowry Drugs and Gifts, a full-service pharmacy offering unique, fun, and memorable gift items, women's and children's clothing, even a bridal registry. You will find a pharmacist eager to share their expert knowledge, and if your doctor prescribes a medicine that your insurance won't pay for, they will gladly offer you a covered equivalent. For your convenience, a covered drive-through is also offered. Lowry Drugs and Gifts, 3705 Highway 431, Roanoke, Alabama, 863-6337. There's a little oasis at the intersection of Highway 431 and South Main Street in Roanoke. They call it Corner One. Locals know it as a place to drop by for a cold fountain drink and a snack. And as a place for some friendly conversation from what's the weather going to do to Henley Athletics. Corner One is kind of like country come to town. It has the feel of the old community mom and pop gas stations. Owner John Glass sees to that. There are lots of places to get gas and snacks in these parts, but only one Corner One. Stop by and fuel up today. Corner One, intersection of Highway 431 and South Main in Roanoke. Need an update on your fall clothes? Let Shepherd's Jewelry in Roanoke help you with a new piece of fashion jewelry to complement your outfit. Necklaces, bracelets, earrings, and rings for fall that are sure to give you a whole new look for very little money. Shepherd's Jewelry carries jewelry pieces for Hanley, Wadley, Woodland, Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, JSU, Troy, and South Alabama. Get that piece just right to wear to games. Stop by Shepherd's Jewelry to see what's new. Some things change, but not First Bank, where quality customer service remains the same. First Bank's Go Mobile app, allowing customers access to their accounts on the go. Home loans with longer terms, no minimum loan amounts, all types of loans you need service from the local branches. Just another reason you'll like banking with us. First Bank in Roanoke on Highway 431 next to Burger King and branches in Wadley, Hollis Crossroads, Rockford, and Goodwater. You'll like banking with us, member FDIC. This iSchool Sports production is powered by the Knowles Group. For all of your investment and financial needs, call 205-414-7459. Welcome back to Bryant-Denny Stadium on the campus of the University of Alabama for a state championship game between our Hanley Tigers and the Green Wave of Gordo. Uh, Chris, all of our listeners or most of our listeners know what Hanley is made of. Uh, Tay Meadows and company, Dylan Brooks and Cottle and, and so many more. Uh, share a little bit about what our opponents are going to bring to the field today. Well, this Green Wave uh, program is a storied program in and of itself. Adam, they've had four state titles over the history of that program. Uh, this is their sixth trip 
to the state finals. Uh, they're coached by uh, Ryan Lolly. He's in his eighth year. He's 90 and 14. He's got six region titles over the, the course of those eight years. He's 17 and 7 uh, playoff record. Uh, his region record's 49 and 2. Uh, and over the last seven uh, seasons, he's had 10-plus wins. So the guy knows how to coach. He knows how to win. He knows how to uh, bring a successful program. Today, I think what we're going to see is going to be all about Tanner Bailey, uh, the talented quarterback that they do have. Uh, he's an all-state player from last year. He's just a junior. He's a four-star recruit. Got a lot of offers uh, from a lot of different colleges. Uh, what sticks out to me is he's thrown for over 2,200 yards. Uh, 27 TDs to six INTs with a completion rate of almost 70%. And doing that, he missed five games in the latter half of the season with a broken collarbone, just coming back uh, in uh, in the playoff run. And in the playoffs, he's been uh, nothing but spectacular. He's thrown for 1,140 yards, 13 TDs and one INT, uh, 72% uh, completion uh, rate. So, you know, he, he's a solid guy. He's a guy that we talked about in our keys to the game. We're going to have to get pressure on We're going to have to rattle his cage. We're going to have to get him off his game. We give him time, he's going to pick us apart. And all, the back end of our defense has really come on the last uh, two to three weeks and doing a really good job. So they got their work cut out for him tonight. But it's all going to start up front with our defense front. If we can get pressure on him, uh, then I think we got a, a good chance. And they're averaging about 35 points a game over the course of the season. 37 points a game uh, during the course of the playoffs, only allowing uh, 12 points per game over the course of the season, 15 in the playoffs. So they're, they're, they deserve to be here. No doubt that the Green Wave deserve Absolutely. to be here. Uh, going to be a, a tough matchup. It's going to be a hard fall game. But I think this thing all boils down to two basic things. And we talked about it last night on the pregame show. Can we rattle Tanner Bailey and can the Hanley Tigers establish a run and run the ball with Tate Meadows? It's going to boil down. It's going to, really, it boils down to those two things. It's, it's really simple, a simple game plan. I know the game plans are a lot more complex than that, but it boils down to those two things, Adam. But uh, uh, the Hanley Tigers, uh, I think, are up for the task today uh, against this talented Green Wave team. You know, you talked about Tanner Bailey. 2,222 yards, 27 touchdowns, six interceptions, almost 70% uh, completion rate, uh, missing five games. What would he have uh, – done if he had oh, played yeah. those yeah. other five. Uh, it, it, he may be the, one of the best quarterbacks that uh, we've played uh, exactly. uh, faced all season long. And, uh, you know. And, and they're no slouch on defense. They got some big right. guys on defense led by, by Tyrell Mayberry. Uh, uh, he's a defensive end linebacker. He's uh, has, has 101 total tackles on the course of the season. Of course, Xavier Glass, middle linebacker number 10. Uh, talented as well with almost 100 tackles on the season. So uh, going to be a formidable opponent here, and the, the Tigers are going to have to come here and take care of business if they want to go home with the blue map. Uh, and the Tigers have made their way into the stadium, coming out of the tunnel to our right. The captains were already on the sideline over there, and uh, we'll have the uh, captains in a moment. Uh, the green wave of uh, Gordo in uh, all-white uniforms. Uh, look like the Green Bay Packers is uh, what they're going to look like uh, today. Handling in the Cardinal jerseys with the Cardinal helmets and the white pants. And uh, Chris May said it's time to stand up. Get on your feet, brother. Get on your feet. And I'm going to have to fix your, uh, your, your cable here. It's probably going to have to go down in front Why don't of me. Why we step away and grab a quick break before yep. the kickoff and – Good, great idea. You're listening to the home of the Hanley Tigers on the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com back after this. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. 
Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Right, captains getting ready to uh, make their way on the field. And, uh, of course, Chris, uh, if, if you've never been to a Super 7 game or a state championship game, the, the captains are done a little bit different. They, uh, they honor some teachers along the system, and they bring those people out with them uh, to uh, be a part of the uh, ceremony at midfield. The captain for the Hanley Tigers today, senior quarterback Evan Cofield, and uh, for – for the green wave is going to be number 58, the starting left tackle, Bennett Davis. And the teachers are uh, behind them as uh, they they line up. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure Coach Courtney Strain is uh, screws is one of them. Yeah. yeah, Courtney is one of them. I remember seeing her name on Leslie, the sheet. Leslie Seifert, Mandy Greer, and Donna Nolan right. are going to be the four representing uh, the Hanley Tigers. And you may or may not, folks, uh, be able to pick up the uh, PA announcer or the, the official as he gives those uh, uh, instructions to the two captains that are on the field. And it, it's going to be interesting uh, if, if Hanley wins the toss. Uh, Coach Strain has always put the defense out there. Gordo won the toss, I believe, based on the reaction from the crowd on this side. We are on the visitor's side. The Hanley folks are on the far side. Gordo has won the toss and elected to receive, so they're going to get the football uh, to uh, start this game as the captains make their way back to the benches. And, uh, folks, we're just a moment or two away from opening kickoff, and uh, I see a little excitement, a little adrenaline flowing over on the Hanley bench. Uh, they have worked hard to get here, and uh, – We've worked hard to get here, too. Exactly. It's been, it's been an unusual season. Uh, that goes without saying, uh, mitigating the, the COVID experience over the course of this season. Just to be here, period, is a monumental uh, uh, feat, Adam. Uh, to, to even, regardless of who the teams are, it's just a monumental feat that uh, we were able to have football season, period, this year. And to, to cap it off with a, an appearance uh, in the state championship game, that just makes it all the much sweeter. All right, tonight's first quarter brought to you in part by the Car Clinic. Main Street in Roanoke, open 9 o'clock until the last car is gone. Seven days a week, cars, trucks of all sizes, pick up and return. Get your ride clean from the professionals at the Car Clinic. Remember, you pay and we spray. And don't forget about his uh, Krispy Kreme donut drive uh, for needy families, needy children. During uh, this, you can buy the Krispy Kreme donuts uh, regular or $8 and the uh, chocolate or $9. Make sure you go by seat and see Stefan and company at the car clinic. Set to kick off for the Tigers, number seven, Caleb Burns. Deep to receive, I see uh, JT Billups, number one, and looks like number three, Hunter, Hunter Oglin on the uh, other side. Hanley will be kicking off right to left. And that means that Gordo will be operating on offense from left to right. Ball placed in the center at the 40 here at Bryant-Denny Stadium. And, folks, we're seconds away. We're underway. It's going to be a short kick fielded 
at about the 35 or 25 yard line, Boom. and he is knocked down at the 30. Boy. Yeah, Quade uh, <laughs> Lewis came up. Ben Caps uh, fielded the kick at him, brought it upfield, and Quade uh, Lewis was right there to take him down at the 30. And that's where the Green Wave will uh, start this ball game on offense. Or 29 actually is where they'll spot it. Tanner Bailey, the quarterback, wearing number two, just a junior, 6'3", about 180. And they're going to line up uh, twins, both sides of the formation. The tailback behind him in the pistol formation, Rashawn Williams. And they'll operate from the 29-yard line. They're going to hand it off to Williams off the right side. And he breaks one tackle and steps out of bounds at about the uh, 31. Looks like a gain of a couple. Yeah, just a stretch play, just trying to get big bodies out in front of uh, uh, Evans there. Excuse me, Rashad Williams, uh, the running back uh, for the Green Wave. Picks up about a couple. Good uh, job by the, the Hanley defense to stretch that play to the boundary, force him out of bounds. Billups, you wide out on the far side of the field as they move left to right. Bailey with a snap count. Hands it off up the middle, and he gets it out to about the 32, and he's swarmed under by the Hanley defense. Yeah, he's bottled up right at the line of scrimmage by the Hanley defense. He does uh, get forward progress. Uh, a couple yards, going to get the ball out to about the 34. Uh, brings up uh, third down and five here for the Greenways. Staying in the pistol formation, two receivers on either side of the field as they are split wide out. Third and five. Penalty flags down. Have to wait on the call. It's a dead ball. And it's going to be illegal procedure called against the green wave of Gordo. And that'll set it back down to the 29, third and 10. Yeah, just, uh, just they got to set in there to, to get the snap. And uh, fortunately, the Hanley Tiger is going to be the beneficiary of that penalty. He's going to bring up third and 10 here uh, for the green wave. All right, you wide out coming over here to the near side of the field is going to be Billups, number one. And six miles away, twin receivers on the far side of the field. This time you're running back to the right of Bailey, your quarterback. Bailey rolls to his right, loads up, looking for a receiver. It's complete at about the 37-yard line, knocked out of bounds, not going to be enough yardage for a first down. Looks like it's going to be fourth down and a couple. Yeah, going to be short there by a couple of yards. Good job by the hand of defense. Quavis Lawrence comes up, uh, forces issue, forces Billups out of bounds there. Uh, short of the line again. Good uh, opening drive for the hand of defense here. And the kicker is 13, Christopher Neal. Deep to receive for the Tigers. Lewis times two, Jamiroquai and Quade. Brothers Lewis. It's a good snap to him. A little bit of a rush. He gets a punt off. End over end kick, bounces at the 35, fielded by Quade at the 25, and he carries it out to the 29, where it'll be first down and 10 for the Hanley Tigers in their first offensive uh, possession for tonight. And uh, we'll take a, uh, hang on, Lon, we're going to have some TV timeouts, so we'll just uh, keep it right here. They're not going to pause at this particular moment. Guys, I told you, if you could get me to kick off, I'll be fine. And I'll tell you this, doggone it, when we come back to another state championship game in the next couple of years, I ain't doing the pregame show. <laughs> All right, George, uh, let's see. That's going to be Dequavius Lawrence wide out to the right. Pistol formation for Cofield and company. Meadows has got it. Making people. Yep. He's there into the open field. He's hey, got baby. a first bank, nah, first yeah. down. Yeah. 
And he has finally wrestled down inside Gordo territory at the 45. That's how you establish the line of scrimmage. That's how you impose your will on the opening carry. Take it to forever how many yards, but that's an impressive <laughs> run. Look at him. He hit the line of scrimmage and then bounced off the Green Wave defender and took it for the first bank first down. That impressive. young man is special. Woo! He is special. All right, here we go. First and 10 off of that first bank first down for the Hanley Tigers at the Gordo They'll spot it at the 46. Hanley going heavy in the backfield, still in the shotgun. Meadows, they fake it to him. Evan Cofield keeps it, and he gets it to about the 40 for a gain, or they'll spot it at the 41, a gain of five. Yeah, impressive run there by Evan Cofield. His decision-making over the last five or six weeks, Adam, has really – uh, he's coming to his own there, reading those plays, reading that uh, what the defense is giving him there and pulling the ball from uh, uh, Tay Meadows. You know the defense is going to be keying on number two. We know that. And Evan Cofield does a smart thing, picks up uh, uh, about five yards there, brings up second five here. Twins right. Jamiroquai loose, single receiver to the near side, comes in motion, and they fake the jet sweep to him, swing it out to Jamiroquai, making people miss. He's going to be close to another first bank first down, close to about the 36. Yeah, again, everybody keying on number two, fake the jet sweep to Jamiroquai Lewis, and give him a little swing pass out on the edge, allow some blockers to get out in front of him, and uh, he picks up uh, the yardage for the first bank uh, first down again. Some things change, but not at first bank. Quality customer service remaining the same. You'll like banking with us. First bank in Roanoke next to Burger King, member FDIC. Under center, Cofield hands it to Meadows. Weaves his way through traffic up the middle. Ball was loose on the ground, and I'm afraid Gordo may – nope, they're going to say Hanley retains possession. Yeah, dodged a bullet there, able to retain possession uh, of the ball. You know, of course, it's been raining all morning. That's going to be a factor for both teams. Uh, ball protection, ball the turf's probably wet, even though I know this field is uh, immaculate and well-maintained. Still, still wet down on that playing surface and uh, uh, just got to do a good job holding on to the ball. Somehow Meadows was able to pick up uh, two yards on uh, that play, second down and eight. And recover that old, his yep. own fumble there. From about the 34-yard line, just underway here in the game. 8.55 to go in our first quarter. Still no score. Wide out to the near side of the field. And Meadows gets it off the left side. Breaking tackles, carrying defenders with him. And he rumbles forward to about the 30-26. Tate Meadows is going to get the stat line for that, but Matt Towers made that play. Uh, as Coach Strain talked about him uh, on the pregame show, that he's nasty. nasty. He's nasty. He don't mind getting dirty and doing the dirty work. He was lead blocking there. And then Tay Meadows, the defender, was hanging off of him, and Matt just kept driving him and driving him forward uh, for yardage. Power eye formation now for the Tigers. Third down and a couple. Cofield reverses out. Meadows off the right side. He was hit in the backfield. He's going to be short of the first down. He's going he's to be fourth down and uh, two now for the Tigers. Yeah, just a good play there uh, by the safety coming up, uh, making the stop off the edge uh, on the blitz. So uh, going to bring up fourth and two uh, here for the Tigers. Decision time for Hanley. I think uh, no, no, decision. no decision. He's made his decision. Offense is still on the field. Jones in the backfield as Cofield goes underneath center out of the power eye. Toss sweep coming to the near side, two Meadows. He's got a convoy in front of him. He picks Boom. up the first bank first down for the Hanley Tigers inside the 25-yard line. Yeah, just had those big guys out in front of him. Pulled both guards, had uh, tight end, two fullbacks out there at him, and uh, just leading the way. And just watch Tay Meadows just let those blocks develop. 
really patient, really patient, and then he gets the edge and picks up the line of game uh, for the first bank, first down. Our Mike Fields man on the stat sheet uh, back here behind us, uh, Bryant. But uh, I want to ask you about the offensive line play real quick. Well, one thing to note, big number 62 was taken out, so that's 400 pounds not up the middle anymore, so we'll see what Coach Strain does with that. Evan Cofield hands it off up the middle to Meadows, and he is fighting forward for yardage. He gets it uh, to just inside the 20-yard line on that play. And, and Coach Strain talked about it in his pregame show. This defense is built to stop the run. They, they run a, a 40 front. Though what He described it as the Bears' 46 defense. It's designed to stop the run, and that's our bread and butter is the run. So it's going to be a battle of wheels. It's going to be it's going to be up to those five guys up front, Adam, uh, to, to determine the outcome of this ball game. Gain of two on that play. Back in the shotgun. Cofields fakes it. Play action now, rolls to his right, looking for receivers. Now he's just going to have to eat it, and he gets it to about the uh, 19. Probably no gain on that play. Yeah, just nothing doing. Uh, had had everybody covered up in the back end of that defense. Nowhere for Evan to go with the ball. And he, he did the smart thing, just tucked it down, tried to get what he could, uh, and, and lived to play another down here. Third down and about eight for the Tigers. Ball at the 20-yard line here in our first quarter. Halfway gone, 6.09 to go, and the clock is rolling. No score between Hanley and Gordo for a state championship. This time, Meadows will line up to the left of Evan Cofield as Quade Lewis comes in motion. Play action, and Cofield looking for a receiver. The ball is intercepted in the end zone by Billups, and he tried to return it out. He gets it out to the five, and uh, he was looking for a receiver in the end zone and uh, just underthrew it. Yeah, trying to hit Maurice Cameron in the back of the end zone, and he had pressure coming fast at him and had to get rid of it just a, a tick earlier than what he wanted, and uh, Billups is going to intercept it in the end zone and brings it out, and to be honest with you, that's as good as the punt. All right, they're going to take a uh, TV timeout. We're going to take one with them. No score between Hanley and Gordo. 5.48 to go in our first quarter. We'll be back right after this. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on the light. We switch the TV channels. Some of us even switch partners while square dancing. Well, maybe that's a stretch. But what's not a stretch is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, State Farm agent Ken Seifert, right here in Roanoke, can switch you over so you can start saving today. Ken and his team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. With Ken Seifert, it's easy to switch and save. Just give him a call. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For all of your pharmaceutical needs, check out Emerging Home Care Pharmacy located on Highway 431 in beautiful downtown Roanoke, Alabama, where hometown services and great prices meet excellent health care. They provide injections, including flu, pneumonia, and the shingles shot, diabetes management and education, custom fit orthotic shoes for diabetics and other foot problems, massage therapy by appointment, and yoga classes as well. Fast, efficient filling of your prescriptions. Stop by today and see what Emerging Home Care Pharmacy can do for you. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations. A bakery and a deli too. In the meat department every day, the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats at WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week every day. Low prices from WM Grocery. 
Are you looking for a caregiver after a recent hospitalization? Short-term stays are available for all ages at Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community. Services offered independent living in spacious private one- and two-bedroom suites, private bath with call button for assistance, three dietitian approved nutritious meals served daily, 24-hour monitoring for my caring and trained staff. Visit TrailerHelp.com for more information. First and 10 for Gordo following the interception as they have it at the four-yard line. Underneath center goes your quarterback, Toss Sweep, coming to the near side of the field, and he's uh, going to get positive yardage uh, out to about the six, maybe the seven-yard line. Yeah, good job there. Cannon Kyle's the freshman uh, playing outside linebacker for us today. Started last week as well. Uh, set the edge of that defense and uh, fought off that block at him. Good job by uh, Cannon to stretch the play to the boundary and uh, limit uh, Williams to a short game. Second down and eight from the six. Bailey, your quarterback, out of the gun, out of the pistol. Back to pass for the first time. Fade route coming up the near sideline, and it's incomplete. Great coverage by Quade Lewis. Excellent coverage by Quade Lewis. He's given up uh, probably four or five inches in height there to Billups and uh, was with him in lockstep at him. Uh, and uh, uh, great uh, co defensive uh, uh, coverage there by Quade. Third down and eight now. 5.32 to go in our scoreless first quarter between Gordo and Hanley. Gordo's second offensive possession of the quarter. Trips to the far side of the field, out of the shotgun. Back to pass, he gets it off quick and broken up. What a play. Cannon Kyles again, we're gonna call his number a lot today. Number 16, the talented freshman playing outside linebacker. Gonna be calling his name for years to come here on this Hanley uh, squad, Adam. But uh, excellent, excellent defensive coverage there by Cannon Kyles. Punt formation now for the Green Wave. Uh, doing the punting, Christopher Neal, number 13. Lewis and Lewis, Quade and Jamiroquai, deep to receive at about the 40-yard line. And this punt's going to come out of the end zone. Let's see if Hanley tries to block it. Nope, they're going to set up the punt return. It's off the side of his foot. It bounces at the 38, and it'll roll dead. And Hanley going to have it with great field position for their second offensive possession at the 39-yard line. And, uh, Chris, uh, anything in the first quarter that's uh, gone different than you might have expected? No, no surprise. Uh, the, the Green Wave uh, came out throwing the ball. And as we just as we suspected about Tanner Bailey, he gets rid of the ball quick. We're getting pressure off the edge, but he releases so quick uh, that we're not able to get to him. And then Hanley's first drive ended in an interception, but uh, they, they came out and established the run early. Now let's see what we do here on this second drive. Twins, both sides for the Tigers. Jamiroquai goes in motion. They fake the jet sweep to him, hand it off to Meadows, and he slipped after a two-yard gain. Uh, Bryant, uh, how many carries is that for Tay Meadows here so far? Looking up uh, for Tay, looks like uh, six attempts, and he's got uh, – 41 yards. He's averaging almost seven yards a carry, so that's huge right there. I know this one's going to hurt his average, but Tay's average is almost seven yards a carry. And he had a crease there. Just the, 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 the turf came out from under his feet there as he tried to cut and get north and south, but he did have a crease well, uh, as, to get upfield. As Brian mentioned, this is our first time on grass yep. all playoff. Yep. Second and nine now for the Tigers. Ball on the near hash as they move right to left. Meadows and company across the right side, and he has wrestled down for a loss, and that was on that stretch play. He's trying to get to the corner. Yeah, just trying to get the edge, and uh, one block away from getting the corner turned and getting north and south. Going to lose a couple 
uh, on the run. He had a blocker in front of him, but he couldn't just get to the outside, and uh, that was pretty close to a face mask, uh, but it uh, looked like he grabbed him uh, up around it, right on the uh, top of his shoulder pads. So it's going to be third down and 11 now for the Tigers. Ball on the far hash mark right at the 40. Cofield out of the gun. Meadows to his left. Evan back to pass. Screen pass intended for Meadows and uh, had to throw that one in the dirt. Uh, well covered and defended by Gordo. Yeah, they, they sniffed that out at him. And uh, that's, that's the play that we've run uh, from time to time over the course of the season. And you got to have things come together on those middle screens. Uh, had the blockers downfield, but uh, give uh, the Green Wave credit. They, they sniffed it out and uh, just kind of sat down there and didn't take the bait. Fetner comes on to punt for Hanley. A couple of men deep for Gordo. Is uh, Hanley going to play the game of field position here right now? Oh. And they're going to fake it. Pass complete to Meadows, and it's going to be shy of a first down at the 30-yard line. It's uh, it close, pretty doggone close. Close, but I don't, I don't think we're going to get to the line again there. But, uh, you know, Coach Drain has those things on his playbook, and he'll just pull them uh, when you least expect it. Just uh, uh, didn't, didn't win. Uh, gamble that time, didn't win that, that, that hand. And see, that just goes to tell you, I, I don't get into Coach Strain's play calling in head <laughs> because, uh, I, you know, I was expecting the field position, punt, pin yeah. him deep. But uh, he pulled that one out. He must have seen something yeah. and, and called it. And, uh and that's what it's all about, catch him by surprise. Yep. First and 10 now for Gordo from the 30-yard line. The ball is just across the uh, – spotted at the 31. Tanner Bailey, your quarterback, out of the gun. Play action pass, looking for a receiver up the middle, and that was wow. well defended. Uh, looked like uh, Maurice, Maurice Cameron back there and uh, Jay Haynes. Yeah, ball just kind of hung up. 13-0 tried to come back to it, uh, and uh, – Maurice Cameron did an excellent job there to come back to the ball with the receiver and, and bat that one down. We actually, we finally got to Bailey that time. He, he got the ball delivered, but he did take a shot. I believe it was uh, Brian Joyner off the edge that got a shot on him there. Second and 10 from the 31. Gordo moves left to right. Running back right up the middle, handoff to 25. And that's uh, Rashawn Williams, and he's going to have about five yards close to the 35. Give him four. Yeah, and he's wrestled down by Matt Towers. And uh, over the last couple of weeks, Coach Strain has really given uh, uh, Matt Towers a lot of recognition, said he's nasty. Uh, he talked about him last week at Ameri American Christian and just that uh, how nasty he was and how he played the ball game. He's figured this thing out here in his senior year and become really successful. Third and six for Gordo. Bailey, your quarterback, out of the gun, back to pass, looking out here in the flats. That one's complete to uh, Billups, and he is uh, run out of bounds at about the 47-yard uh, line, but he picks up a first down. Just a good throw and catch. Uh, Well-run route by Billups. It, it, it was a go route, and he stopped uh, and, and cut it out to the sideline there. And then, of course, Bailey knew exactly where he was going with the ball and able to connect with him for the first down. Wide receiver number three, Hunter Oglin, will be the furthest man on the left side of the formation over on the Hanley side. Ball over here on the near hash, and uh, Bailey out of the uh, shotgun, running back on his left, and twin receivers to the near side of the field. They fake it to him, run the slant route, and it's complete across the middle. Going to be another first down. That one complete to Isaiah Edwards. 
And just a good throw and catch. I don't know what you, you know. They know what to do, and that's their bread and butter is the the, the passing game. And uh, Bailey was on his mark there. Well run route uh, by number four uh, Edwards uh, to pick up another first down. And he checked down to that. Yeah, he got rid of the ball quick, and that's that's his mo. Inside Hanley territory from the 41, first and 10 for Gordo. Twin receivers to the near side of the field, running back to the left of Bailey, your quarterback, out of the gun. Now a man goes in motion. They sweep it to him on the pitch. Is Oglin got some running room, and he gets it to about the 37-yard line. He's going to gain about three. Yeah, just uh, running the end around there, and uh, Jamariquai Lewis did a good job coming up, recognizing that, stretching the play out to the boundary, uh, coming up and uh, forced him out of bounds. But Greenway's going to have a player down on the far side of the field there, Adam. It'll be timeout on the field. Yeah, they're going to take a timeout, second down and seven. We got uh, two minutes, 11 seconds to go here in our first quarter. Gordo, nothing. Hanley, nothing. We'll continue with more of Hanley Tiger Championship football right after this. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Your number one Hanley High School Tiger fan. Auto Owners Insurance and Tri-County Insurance Agency is a winning combination. We'll work with you to insure home, auto, business, and life, and to keep everything you value safe, sound, and secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Visit Evan Manning and Tri-County Insurance in Roanoke today and online at www.insuredatez.com. Second down and six for Gordo from the 37. Trips to the near side of the field. Bailey operating out of the pistol formation as they move left to right. Single receiver on that far side. Quick hitch pass, batted up in the air. Once again, Cannon Kyle's got his hands on yeah, it. Good job by Cannon. Uh, just read Bailey all the way, got in his line of uh, sight there. Almost picked it off. Uh, uh, made a good play there, did the talented freshman. So that's going to bring up third down and six with 2.07 to go here in our first quarter. And uh, no score between Hanley and Gordo, opening quarter of the 4A state championship. Trips to the near side of the field, single receiver on the far side, ball on that far hash mark, away from us. And I believe Hanley going to get nailed for an offside penalty. A penalty came in from the side judge. Uh, but it's going to be called against the Tigers. Yeah, Jay Collins playing off the edge there on that particular play, Adam, and just a little anxious, trying to get a step there, trying to get to Bailey and uh, Radley's cage there and just uh, jump a little early. So that'll uh, change the uh, complexion of the third down play. Now it's third down and two from the 33. Inside Hanley territory. Trips over here to the near side. Ball on that far hash. Running back to the left of Bailey, out of the gun. Bailey back to pass. Under some pressure, loads up now, looking for a receiver, and it's complete inside the 10. And that goes to number 13, Christopher Neal. Yeah, Neal's just able to slip out there uh, and, and get open. Uh, got behind a, a defensive back there, and uh, uh, even though Bailey was under a little pressure, able to deliver the ball uh, to Neal, and it's gonna put uh, the green wave in a uh, good position here 
at the at the Hanley six yard line. First and goal from the six. Single receiver, far side of the field. One over here to the near side, out of the pistol. Williams gets it right up the middle. He carries it to about the three yard line. We'll have a late flag on the far side of the field. Yep, penalty thrown by the side judge over there. He'll confer with the head official, the white hat, as uh, most people refer to him. Face mask called against Hanley. That'll be half the distance to the goal and uh, replay first down, so that move it to about the one and a half. One thirty-six to go here in our opening quarter. Gordo knocking on the door, trying to get the first points of uh, this after or this morning's game. And they're going to go with a uh, couple of tight end set, heavy formation. They'll still operate out of the shotgun. Does Tanner Bailey, your quarterback, running back behind him, number twenty-five, Williams. He's under center. Yep. Now he goes underneath center with a fullback in front of Williams. And uh, Bailey tried to keep it himself, and he's into the end zone for the first points of this championship game. Gordo gets uh, the score. Yeah, just put together an impressive drive, uh, mixing in the running pass there, and uh, of course, heavy pass on, on that particular drive. And we knew that. We knew coming into the ball game, and uh, Coach Strain and his staff knew uh, they were going to have to find a way uh, to get pressure on Bailey. Didn't do that uh, on that particular drive, and he was able to complete. Uh, methodically uh, complete passes to take his uh, offense down the field and ultimately uh, take it in for the score. Point after attempt uh, coming up, holding is uh, number 13, Neal. High snap over everybody's head. And he's just going to have to fall on it. So the uh, point after try is no good. 123 to go here in our opening quarter. Gordo 6, Hanley nothing. We'll take a timeout and we'll be back right after this on the iSchool Sports Network. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. All right, Tanner, uh, go, excuse me. Go, be Tanner seven. Bailey, Tanner Bailey got him on the scoreboard six to nothing. They lead our Hanley Tigers here with 123 to go in our opening uh, quarter. Gonna be number 17, Ben Caps doing the kickoff uh, for the Green Wave. And the trio back uh, for the Hanley Tigers. Meadows right in the middle of the field at the 10. Quade Lewis on one side and Jamiroquai Lewis over here to the near side. That may be actually uh, Maurice Cameron on the, far, on the side. far side. And this is going to be a very short end over end kick. Dylan Brooks fills it at the 30, moving to the right side into open territory. Big return for Dylan, and he gets it out close to midfield to the 49. Going to be a late flag come in, uh, Adam, but uh, excellent return by Dylan Brooks to secure that short kick and advance it upfield, put uh, this Hanley offense in a good position here. We'll have to see what the penalty is. 
They spot it down right at the 48, and the white hat comes over here to the near side to talk to one, uh, one official. The odds place to throw the flag. Yeah, the flag was thrown right yeah. over here in front yeah. of the Gordo bench to our side. And, and just so that uh, anybody just uh, tuning in, uh, we're on the visitor side here at Bryant-Denny Stadium. That's where the radio booths are. Sideline. Sideline warning against yeah. uh, Gordon. Well, I think one of their players started to come out on the field <laughs> okay. to go out there to play and ran into the official. Well, they're going right. to step that off, one off. It's not a warning. Yeah, because he came nope. off and he They ran call in. sideline interference. Interference. Sideline interference, and that was the penalty. Okay. All the right, player came off to go on the field and ran into the referee. So that gives Hanley really good field position. Uh, inside Gordo territory, they'll spot the ball down at the 37, first and 10. Cofield out of the gun, Meadows to his right. Fake it to him, Cofield keeps it, looking for some running room, and he scampers forward uh, for a gain of about three to about the 33. Yeah, good decision there by Evan. Uh, you know, of course, the, the Green Wave defense is keying on uh, Tate Meadows and uh, whatever Evan's looking at, reading uh, the end there, he just pulls the ball down and advances upfield. Picks up about four, uh, solid carry on first down. Second down and six. 48 seconds to go here in our opening quarter. Brooks, you're wide out to the far side of the field. Hanley going heavy in the backfield. Jones, Robertson, and Meadows along with Evan Cofield. Meadows right behind the big blocking. He's got running room. He's going to have a first bank first down at about the 26. Yeah, that's just big boy football right there, Adam, just getting those big bodies out front. Then you had Jones and Aiden Robinson leading the way, and then Tate Meadows just lets that develop. Uh, gets in behind him and picks up uh, the, the first bank first down. 28 seconds, uh, and the clock is rolling here in our first quarter. Gordo leads this one six to nothing. Hanley going to get another playoff before the end of the quarter. And uh, penalty flags on the play. Looked like uh, somebody moved on the Hanley side. Yeah, got to be disciplined sitting in there. This is going to be a, a game of inches probably, Adam, over the course uh, over the course of uh, this ball game, and you can't afford to, to give anything away. And, and we just gave five yards away. You got to be disciplined, sit in there, wait for the snap count uh, before you go. So we'll redo first down. It'll be first down and 15 now from back at the 31 yard line. Clock is rolling with 17 seconds. Cofield out of the gun. Meadows uh, over to his right. Two receivers to the far side of the field, and a pair over here on the near side of the field. They fake it, looking for the slant right across the middle. The pass is complete to Dylan Brooks. Bounces off hey, one hey, tackle. He gone. Coming down the near sideline, looking for the he end. Yeah. Is he yeah. in? Is no, he in? No, they're going to mark him out. <laughs> they'll at they'll the, review that. They're going to uh, mark him out at the one-yard line. That brings us to the end of our first quarter. Our first quarter today brought to you in part by the Car Clinic, Main Street, and Roanoke. Open seven days a week from 9 a.m. until the last car is served. You paying, we spraying, and hang on, Lon. Uh, I think that's a, I think he got to the pylon. Uh, I think uh, it's according to where that ball is. But they probably will take a okay. look at it. So that is going to be the end of our first quarter. Gordo leading six to nothing. Hanley has the ball. Looks like first and goal at the one, and we'll be back with our second quarter right after this. At Tanner, we care about your health, so please wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, especially before eating, after bathroom breaks, blowing your nose, and after coughing or sneezing. If soap and water aren't available, use a hand sanitizer. Avoid touching your face with unwashed hands. 
clean and disinfect surfaces and objects often. Cover your coughs and sneezes with the tissue or the crook of your elbow. Avoid people who are sick and stay home when you are sick, except to get medical care. See more ways to stay well online at Tanner.org. Need an update on your fall clothes? Let Shepherd's Jewelry in Roanoke help you with a new piece of fashion jewelry to complement your outfit. Necklaces, bracelets, earrings, and rings for fall that are sure to give you a whole new look for very little money. Shepherd's Jewelry carries jewelry pieces for Hanley, Wadley, Woodland, Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, JSU, Troy, and South Alabama. Get that piece just right to wear to games. Stop by Shepherd's Jewelry to see what's new. Air Control in Roanoke, your heating and cooling MVP for many years. Air Control installs quality, affordable carrier systems and has experienced technicians that are trained to repair and maintain any HVAC system. Visit Air Control today at their new office located at 4547 Highway 431 in Roanoke or call 863-7700. Remember, if you had called Air Control, you'd be cool by now. Air Control, Alabama license number 92297. Edward Jones provides for the needs of individual investors, and financial advisor Sean Bradley will now be serving the Randolph County and surrounding area investors from a new convenient location at 21 South Main Street in Wadawi. Edward Jones. Tonight's second quarter brought to you in part by Express Chicken and Fish in the Bonners Point Shopping Center featuring freshly cooked burgers, wings, fish, pork chops, and fried chicken as we move to quarter number two. And I said tonight, of course, it is bright and early in the morning. Brooks was marked short of the goal line on a 30-yard pass completion there for the Tigers. And uh, Hanley knocking on the door at the one, first down and goal. That was a first bank first down. Yeah, excellent throw by Evan Cofield on the slant to Dylan Brooks. And then Dylan Brooks uh, made uh, Ben Caps, the middle linebacker, uh, miss him, just bounced off of him. And he advanced the ball upfield just uh, short of the goal line, sets his offense up here. Uh, first to go from one. And uh, uh, got a man up here and put this thing in the end zone. Quavius Lawrence is your wide out to the near side of the field. Cofield goes underneath center. Meadows off the left side. To the end zone. Hanley touchdown. We're all knotted up at six apiece. Yeah, just a little quick said. They had the backs in the backfield with Cofield, and they were like they were huddled up, and the line got down. They had a a quick uh, exit to that huddle, got up, took the snap. Uh, Meadows went off tackle on the left side there. Uh, good job by that left side of that offensive line. Took it in uh, for the score. And our emergency medical transport point after attempt. A fixture in Randolph County and surrounding areas since 1990 EMT. Landon Bozeman does the snapping. Cofield the holder and burns the kick. And the kick is up and the kick is good. Tigers have taken the lead 7-6 to six over Gordo. We'll take a timeout. We'll be back right after this. Edward Jones provides for the needs of individual investors, and financial advisor Sean Bradley will now be serving the Randolph County and surrounding area investors from a new convenient location at 21 South Main Street in Wadawi. Edward Jones can help you prepare for retirement, plan for education expenses, or work toward your financial goals. Stop by the office or call Sean Bradley at 256-363-2252. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. And our Reliance Realty Hanley Scoring Recap presented by your premier resource for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty, Bryant Whaley. All right, we had uh, four plays, 37 yards. 
for a minute and 28 seconds, the PAT was good. Your Hanley Tigers are up 7-6. I think the rest of it is this will come as purchase for pride. <laughs> or something like that. Visit Reliance, there you go. Visit RelianceRealEstate.com. Phone number 334-863-2161. 7-6. Hanley on top here. Now kicking off is Burns. Billups back there, and I believe uh, number three, Oglin, uh, is the other return man as we get into our Express Chicken and Fish second quarter live from Bryant-Denny Stadium, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And, folks, thank you for listening. Short kick. Ball, 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 ball. Hanley has got it. Tigers got it inside Bulldog territory at the 39 yard line. That's how you shift momentum right there, Adam. That's how you shift momentum. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, folks. See ya. Going to be Aiden Robinson or. Who came down? I couldn't tell who came down with it. Aiden Robinson was the first one there. But Number eight. Who's, who's uh, eight? C.J. Allen's going to come up with it. Chris and uh, Bryant looking at the replays on the Jumbotron here. Yeah, we need one of those at right field. I like that. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll talk to Chuck <laughs> Yeah, about it. see if y'all can't put that in the budget there, Lon. <laughs> uh, discussion. I uh, don't know whether the challenge flag came out to, uh, by uh, Gordo over here on the near side. What would be the challenge? I'm assuming the challenge is going to be That's offside. that Hanley did not recover, that Gordo actually recovered it. Hmm. While they figure that out, I won't give a shout out. She, she sent this last night. Jody Palmer and Shannon at Children's Treehouse on Lebanon Street Daycare. They're listening to us today and appreciate y'all listening. And, and folks, we got so many folks listening along the way. We're able to uh, to see who all is listening. A lot of the iSchool Sports crews listening uh, to us uh, and uh, giving us a lot of feedback. Thank you, Jerry, and all the guys, and Terry, and Michael, and everybody along the way that uh, has been uh, sending us some text. Thanks to Dr. Don for uh, making sure and letting us know about our little technical uh, issues that we had. Matt Knight uh, is uh, got a, our crowd mic today. He's over uh, somewhere in the end zone with our crowd mike and he is uh listening to us and uh helping us out as well uh and they are under the tent looking uh at uh, the instant replay to find out and see uh and that the only thing i can assume is that, that that's what they were challenging yeah. was that who had the football had the hey adam another quick shout out probably our longest one uh gage estes is in utah listening to us you know he was on 2016 team yep. he's also in our air force so want to thank him hold on Oh, they reverse the call, so Gordo has the football uh, at the 40-yard line. Now, one thing they don't do is show the replay on the on the jumbotron when they go in for a replay, and so we didn't get to see that. Okay, They're not, they did challenge that there was a penalty on that because oh, we're penalty. gonna we're gonna kick the ball off again. Uh, shout out to. Uh, the Knowles Group, brother Danny Knowles, listening to us uh, today from Miami. And I want to get this one in. My my good friend Marty Booth, brother Booth, used to be at United Methodist Church there in Roanoke. He's listening today. I talked to him this week. Told him he needed to tune in, and listen to his alma mater. 
uh, in the state championships. So. Hey, also, the Learning Center's listening. They, all the guys over there, they're saying, Go Hanley Tigers. Just got that message from Melissa Halsey. So, all that whole group is listening, too. All right, so Hanley going to kick it off again. They'll penalize the Tigers back to the 35-yard line. So, we'll just uh, redo it all again. Uh, shout out to uh, Wes listening to us in uh, Nolansville, uh, Tennessee. Here's the kick, and it's going to be an end-over-end kick fielded at the 26-yard line, coming to the near side. Got some running room, and he is stuck by Jamariquai Lewis at the 36 and a great tackle. Excellent kick coverage by Jamariquai Lewis. Just stayed in his lane, stayed, uh, did his responsibility, came straight down the field, made a great open field tackle on Ogland to bring him down. So Gordo will have it at the uh, 37. They'll spot it down on the near hash mark as they move here in the second quarter right to left now as they uh, flip the ends of the field in the second quarter. 11.48 to go here in uh, this uh, quarter right before halftime. Hanley leads by a score of 7-6 in the 4A state championship game. Adam Slade, Chris May, Lon Hurst, Bryant Whaley is your broadcast team. Tanner Bailey at quarterback out of the shotgun. There's still some discussion going on. I'm not sure exactly what. Uh, there's a penalty flag penalty back flag. at the 43-yard uh, line. We have too many people on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We had a different defensive package and had 12 guys on the field. So, so that'll be uh, illegal substitution called against our Tigers. That'll give Gordo a five-yard penalty. It'll be first down and five. Out of the gun, handoff off the right side. Nothing doing for Williams. Ball is on the ground. They're going to say he's blown. The the official over here at the 40 is saying it's down. He was not down. And let's see if uh, if the challenge flag comes out from the far sideline. Hold on. There it is. There it is. There it is. Coach Strange showing his arm off. He got it all the way out to the 40-yard line. Uh, and Gordo was going to line up yeah, and were, try to were, run a quick play. Yeah, they were going quick. They knew uh, that uh, so he wasn't down. That he wasn't down, so they got up and tried to run that play. And yeah, that's on ball. Coach right. Ray and his staff got the challenge flag out there. And they're actually going to show that one on the re- on the replay. Yeah. That yeah. ball is out. The ball yeah. is out according to the replay now. They're under the tent, and uh, we'll just have to wait and see uh, what the call will be. Ball is out. Yeah, ball, that's a fumble. That is clearly a fumble. And, and, and we, we had, yeah, the ball's way out. Reco- who covered it? Who Brian Joyner covered Brian, it Brian up. Brian Joyner yeah. came, came up with a football. Uh, impressive uh, challenge throw by Coach uh, Larry Strain. <laughs> he, sure, uh, he made it to the ash bar. Yeah, he challenged one a couple of weeks ago, and he, he could barely get it out of his pocket. You know, he, he was trying yeah, to get it out quick. It fell on the red on our field, and uh, he had to point it out to the side judge. But uh, he made sure that one uh, got their attention. While we got a second, Adam, I uh, got a message from Megan McCarley. says, uh, Jet and Cruiser huddled around the phone listening to y'all. That's and awesome. also uh, Shannon Plastic said, teachers here at the middle school are all listening. So shout out to all the teachers listening. Appreciate y'all holding down the fort back in Roanoke. And I got a shout out to uh, some special friends of mine. They take care of me, Dr. Peterson's office. Tanner Primary Care, Ellie. 
sent that message. Hey, if you're going to make Adam tear up now, don't be sending a message. Hey, they take, they take care of me, you know. Well, i got to give a shout-out to my baby girl. She's in Mobile visiting uh, her friend Abigail. Braden, uh, Laney's down there with them, so uh, they're listening from Mobile to us. We got a lot of folks, a lot of folks listening. Yeah, we got the crowd. They're trying to help the White Hat out a little bit, and uh, he may need a little help here to, to make sure he gets this one right. Got, if he got to look at that one a long time, come on now. Seven to, seven to six <laughs> is our score. Little encouragement. Seven to six, Hanley leading Gordo at 4A state championship, 11.23 to go here in our second quarter. Uh, we have a uh, guest uh, that will uh, – be with us. Uh, it's pre-recorded, but I uh, had an opportunity to sit down with Superintendent of Education, Mr. Chuck Markham, uh, and uh, we talked uh, a lot about uh, a lot about everything. We talked about COVID. We talked about football. We talked about a bunch of stuff uh, this week. Question, Adam: Can you challenge a challenge? No. no. I was just curious because Gordo's coach has got his flag out too. Trivia question. Trivia question, Chris May. Trivia question. Hometown Pizza and Grill, $20 gift certificate. They're watching it back in Weedowie. Bobby Nobley and Alicia Nobley and everybody, and they're listening to us give the trivia question. Of course, your Hanley Tigers were here back in 2011 won the 3A state championship. The trivia question is, who was the most valuable player of the 2011 uh, championship game? Who was the most valuable player of the game in 2011 here at Bryant-Denny Stadium? Uh, during the championship game. Email your answer, iSchoolSports5, the number five. That's iSchoolSports5 at gmail.com. And uh, we'll check those uh, answers out. And uh, all the ones that get it correct, we'll just have to pick a, a winner. We'll let uh, somebody neutral uh, that's not, not uh, associated with us pick a number. And uh, long review. They got two minutes, Chris, uh, to come up with it. And we'll just have to uh, see. Second challenge flag we've seen already in the game. Yeah, I think that uh, brings a, another element. Of course, we, we've used, we're used to it at Hanley. We had it all last season, last two seasons. Uh, not so much until we got in the playoffs this year. But uh, So we've got a little experience with it. Coach Strain and his staff uh, does and got to set up so they can review those things and see if they want to challenge the play, see if it's worth uh, possibly losing a timeout. Uh, if, if they're not successful with the challenge. So uh, uh, we've got a little experience with it. And uh, so I, I think he made a, a calculated decision here. And I, I feel like uh, uh, that this this is going to go Hanley's way. Both teams back out from the uh, Our sideline. Out there. Our offense is on the field. Shout out to uh, Derek Farr listening uh, to us uh, today as well. Derek may actually be in the stadium. Micah sent me a picture. He was uh, he sent a picture of us uh, in the booth over here. Yes. First and ten, Hanley Tigers inside Gordo territory after the challenge. So that'll cost uh, Gordo a timeout. Hanley has the football at the Gordo 40-yard line. Ball over here on the near hash. Trips receivers over here for the Tigers. And that's going to be Dequavius Lawrence, Jamiroquai Lewis, and Quade Lewis. The fumble actually was recovered at the 37-yard line, so they'll move the ball forward a little bit. First and 10 for Hanley. Cofield out of the shotgun. Meadows in at running back. We'll have to wait and see. He's going to line up to the left of Cofield now. Brooks is your tight end over there on the left side. Cofield play action pass looking for Brooks downfield. 
And that one uh, is overthrown. Yeah, he had a step. Uh, he was covered by 17, Ben Camp, middle linebacker, and he had uh, uh, broke his route there and uh, had gotten behind Caps, just not able to connect with him, was Cofield. It's going to bring up second tier, second 10 here for the Tigers uh, at the at the Greenway 37. You got one correct answer. We got about 10 over here, too, on All right. Gmail. Double wing formation now for the Tigers as Cofield goes underneath center. Aiden Robertson goes in motion. Toss sweep to Meadows looking for some running room, and uh, he tried to cut it back to the near side of the field, and he's going to be uh, brought down for a loss back at the 41. Yeah, Mayberry 5 come off the edge there and uh, – Got all up in uh, Meadows' face. He tried to, to cut it back, and then he was met by 10, uh, Xavier Glass. Uh, and that's their two best uh, defensive players there and uh, able to bring uh, uh, Meadows down uh, for about a four-yard loss. And, folks, I'm as you send messages, I'm going to try to give you the shout-outs. I see them. Cofield back to pass, swings it out here to – Quade Lewis, and it goes uh, incomplete. He yeah. was under a little pressure. Yeah, trying to set the screen up out on the edge. Had Dylan Brooks and Matt Towers out there uh, setting the wall up and just not able to get the ball delivered uh, to Quade Lewis. And uh, looks like going to have to punt the ball here. Not able to do anything with that uh, fumble recovery. But uh, should be able to pin the green wave deep here. Uh, if Fetner can get off a good punt here and we'll have good kick coverage. Uh, should be able to, to pin them deep. Number 15, Ty Fetner for the Tigers in punt formation. Fourth down at about 14. One man back for Gordo. It's a good snap. And Fetner gets a low spiral kick. It's going to bounce at the 18, take a big Hanley roll, and it's going to roll dead at about the nine-yard line where Gordo will take over first down and 10. Bryant's got a shout-out. Yes, sir. Uh, Loretta Hudson. She looks like she's got our whole family over there with her, so I want to uh, say thank you to listening. Also, Kelly Caldwell, Lakewood Dower Life. Uh, they're a big supporter of us and a great resource to Randolph County, so I want to thank you to uh, Kelly and all the other Caldwells up that way. Chris, that's your kin, folks. That is. That's my first cousin, <laughs> to call Kelly Caldwell. Of course, my wife, she says she's listening from 431 Auto. Uh, what about the girl, what about the girls in the circuit clerk office? I'm sure they're listening. My wife, I, I told them, I said, <laughs> get that video pulled up and in uh, the audio and listen to us. And I uh, got a shout out to my good buddy, the clerk in Cherokee County, Dwayne Amos, listening to us. All right, first and ten for Gordo. Trips to the near side of the field. Bailey back to pass under some pressure. Unloads the pass and it's incomplete. But the Tigers got to him back there. And that's what we've got to do. Had a mod Staples. Uh, and, and Brian Joyner coming off the edge there, getting uh, pressure on uh, Matt Towers. Matt Towers, actually the first Tiger there, getting pressure on him, and that's what you got to do. Get him off his game. If you give him time, he's going to pick you apart. You got to get him rattled. That'll bring up second down and 10 for Gordo. For Excuse me, for Gordo. 10.45 to go here before halftime. Hanley leads this one 7-6. to six. Trips to the near side. Ball on the far hash. Bailey, your quarterback. He hands it off to Williams off the right side. Met it to line of scrimmage. Several Hanley Tigers in on the tackle. Yeah, he's met initially by Jake Cottle and stonewalled him. Uh, then a host of Tigers came in and uh, uh, finished him off. Jake Cottle knew that was coming right <laughs> yeah. there. Jerry Huddleston sent me a message, Chris, and he said he went by the clerk's office and he said since the boss was gone, they were going to the house. Well, that'd be all right, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
And Bradley Bozeman is listening to us uh, today from Maryland, and he said a great day to be a Hanley Tiger. Third exactly. and nine. Bailey rolls to the near side looking for a receiver, and that one is almost. incomplete. <laughs> almost broken up. And Got a hand hurt. on it. And, 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 and Bailey's down. He's down. Uh, had pressure uh, from Jake Codlin, Dylan Brooks, uh, converging there converging there on Bailey. He's going to be down. He's, yep. he's, he's down. Uh, he's uh, down and injured on the play, so we're going to step aside. We got 10.03 to go here in our first quarter, our second quarter. Hanley leading this one by a score of 7-6. Timeout on the field. You're listening to the home of the Hanley Tigers on the iSchool Sports Network. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. And good to see Tanner Bailey, the quarterback, uh, getting up uh, under his own power and walking off the field. He was sandwiched between a couple of defenders, but it uh, looks like he's going to be okay. Punt formation now on the third down. Neal does the punting. He bobbles the snap in the end zone. He's just going to have to run it. Got a little running room coming to the near side of the field. Breaks a couple of tackles, and let's see where they spot him out of bounds at uh, about the 18. Looks like it's going to be very close. Uh, Gordo thinks they've got it. They picked up enough for the first down. First down, I'm, Hanley. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to see the red flag on this one. That's heads up play by Neil, though. Uh, the punter uh, couldn't handle the snap and uh, uh, almost got it to the line of game. And he dove for it. No, he's out. He yeah. was out. Looked like he no. was out. We're looking at we're looking at the replay. I know a lot of you are watching the game and listening to us, and we appreciate that. Uh, you know, under the rules, uh, when when we get to this game, we don't uh, are not able to provide the video for you, but uh, uh, we we appreciate uh, those yeah. of you that uh, are listening to us and watching uh, the live stream video. They are going down. Yep. For All right. Review. They're gonna they're gonna take a uh, challenge, uh, another challenge, and take a look at the spot, see whether he picked up the first down. It was a bobble snap in the end zone on a punt. He had to scramble and come to uh, the near side. And uh, you you tell me we want to keep it here. Is that what you telling me? Uh, yeah. They're not <laughs> going to a TV timeout. Let's just keep it here. All yeah. right. While we're here, can I, uh, two quick other shout outs from uh, City Hall, uh, Shannon and. Uh, Tim, yeah, Shane and Tim are listening to us. And also, Shelly, uh, hey, Shelly, we saw a browse this morning at the hotel. He was up bright and early before 7 o'clock, if you can believe that. Didn't so look sleepy. He didn't look sleepy. He was ready to go. So, shout out to uh, Shelly Tanner and Quip Link and everybody listening back at Roanoke. Thank you all. All right, listen, there, there is tons of <laughs> – Tons of folks uh, listening to us, so we we can see uh, we can see who some yeah. of the people are. Now, do they challenge this, or do they automatically review it? I did not see the I red didn't flag. See it. Yeah, I didn't no. see a challenge flag, so they must be automatically reviewing certain. They well, uh, the only thing they automatically change review is scores, scoring plays. Is yeah. What they see it. Yeah. 
Okay. So I, I'm not real sure. Uh, while we got this time, a good sportsmanship is a top priority for the Alabama High School Athletic Association and member schools. While you enjoy this outstanding event, please give all student athletes your positive support and encouragement. Booing, taunting, and derogatory remarks directed at opponents or contest officials are unsportsmanlike and unacceptable. A public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association. We talked about uh, Ron Ingram uh, er, uh, earlier today, and uh, Ron is uh, the media relations director for the Alabama High School Athletic Association, uh, and uh, he's had a lot to deal with this season. But uh, he was one of the first men here. We were the first one standing at the gate this morning at uh, 7.30, 7.45. Uh, hey, guys, waiting. can you? Here Wait. we go. We were waiting to get in, and uh, Ron Ingram came by, and uh, they opened the gates and let us come up, and uh, Ron told us we would be in Eli Gold's booth, the home radio broadcast, uh, and uh, rolled out the red carpet for us. Yes. Yeah. And after review, Hanley has – Stopped them short. First and ten. So it'll be first and ten for Hanley. Ball in between the 18 and the 19-yard line inside Gordo territory with 9.52 to go here in our first half. The Tigers on big, top. Big, big series right here. Need to yep. score. All right, Hanley going uh, with a couple of those, uh, what Coach Strain calls the butt sniffers off the left side. Power formation is what it is. Brooks over here to the near side of the field with one receiver on the far side in Dequavius Lawrence. And if Gordo challenged that, they did. Lo- they would have lost a, a, timeout. a timeout. I don't know if they threw the red flag or not, but uh, I'm assuming it will update there at some point. Do you have timeouts up, up there? Says so they still have two. It's still showing they have two. Yeah. So. so Hanley's got all three. Okay. And they get things set. Hanley going to stay in that same formation. Lawrence wide out far left over there on the 20-yard line. Brooks, you're wide out to the near side over here. Power formation. Meadows runs it right up the middle behind some blocking. Spins off tacklers. And he's going to gain about six yards about to the 13-yard line. Yeah, just tough yards right there, tough yards. Tate made his hit uh, as he makes his way through the line of scrimmage, but he will not go down. And that, that's one thing that's so special about Tate Meadows. He never quits. Look at him spin out of that uh, uh, that tackle, and his legs keep moving. That's what you got to do to be uh, a great runner. Same formation for the Tigers. Meadows behind Cofield this time. Stretch play off the left side. Meadows got running room, got blockers. He's got a first bank, first down. Going to be first and goal for the Tigers. Again, he just wouldn't be denied. He just found that crease, had uh, lead blocking there by Aiden Robinson, 17 on the edge, uh, that broke him. And then uh, he just carried a couple of uh, green wave defenders uh, with him to pick up that first bank, first down. Some things change, but not at First Bank. Quality customer service remains the same. You'll like banking with us. First Bank in Roanoke next to Burger King, member FDIC. Cofield out of the power eye formation, quickly up underneath center. He reverses out. Meadows off the left side. They sniff it out. Meadows still on his feet, and uh, he's going to gain about a half a yard. Yeah, he was hit initially right at the line of scrimmage, but he just carried those defenders for another yard, yard and a half, and the ball's going to be spotted, uh, like you said, about – at the, between the one and the two-yard line there. Yep, between the one and the two on the far hash. This time, Dequavius Lawrence, you're going to be your wide out over here to the near side of the field. Second down and goal. About a yard and a half away from extending the Hanley lead. Power eye formation in the backfield. 
Moving along the front, looked mm-hmm. like uh, going to be a defensive offsides called against the Gordo Green Wave. Yeah, it looked like Tim Glass from the middle linebacker position was uh, uh, going to come on a blitz there and just uh, approach the line just a little too early. Yeah. So that'll move it to about the half-yard line for the Tigers. In the backfield with Meadows will be Christian Jones, Aiden Robertson. Lawrence going to be your receiver to the near side of the field as a wideout. Cofield directing traffic as uh, he gets the play from the sideline. Y'all find it interesting, big big guy for Gordo who's not in on goal line? (laughs) Power eye formation. Meadows hands it off the left side into the end zone for the touchdown, and that is Aiden Robertson. Great job. Great job up front by that hand offensive line. Just a good push. Uh, They've got a a good defensive front there and uh, fit up real good with them. Got push, and uh, Aiden Robinson carried the ball uh, into the end zone. Excuse me. Time for our (coughs) – excuse me. (laughs) Got choked up. uh, Our emergency medical transport point after attempt. EMT, a fixture in Randolph County and surrounding areas since 1990. Landon Bozeman, your snapper. Evan Cofield, your holder. And Caleb Burns is the kicker. Good snap. He gets it down. The kick is up. The kick splits the uprights. Tigers of Hanley, 14. Gordo, 6. 8.01 to go in our first quarter. Back after this. Want to earn real money and real careers such as therapeutic massage or industrial maintenance? Are you looking to earn academic transfer credit? Whatever your dream, make it happen at Southern Union State Community College. Get started by simply applying online at suscc.edu, then register for spring semester classes. Registration is going on now. Spring classes begin January 6th. Contact us today to take the first step toward your future. You can't spell success without SU. And our Reliance Realty Handley scoring recap presented by your premier resource for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty, Bryant Whaley. Uh, scoring touchdown by Aiden Robinson. It was a total of four plays, 18 yards, a one minute, 57 seconds, and the PAT was good. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit reliancerealestate.com, phone number 863-2161, to go. First half, Hanley 14, Gordo 6. Matt and Brandon Brown listening to us. BR Construction down in Lafayette. This is another short kick, fair caught at the 35, where Gordo will take over first and 10. And, uh, Chris, uh, I'm trying to do all these shout-outs. Daphne Osley listening to us. Uh, Actually, Daphne Osley Ronan, I believe, is her last name. And she is listening to us from Park City, Utah. Also, my Aunt Vicky Gazar chimed in and said, y'all sound great. So, I want to shout out to them and all our other family members listening to this broadcast. I just got to get over my emotions. Yeah. I just read a message from Catherine. <laughs> all right. First and 10 for Gordo. Ball in between the hash marks. Two wide outs over here to the near side of the field. Quarterback back to pass, and that one thrown across the middle, and it is incomplete. Yeah, just trying to connect with uh, Billups across the middle, not able to uh, to connect with him. And, uh, you know, Bailey, he was uh, hurt, rattled a little bit on the last series. Uh, glad he got up, and but, you know, he's got to be thinking about that hit he took, and uh, uh, it's got to uh, get in his head a little bit. And then we showed Blitz, and that, that got him, even though we didn't do it. And, and that's what we're going to have to do. Uh, to continue to get pressure on him, 
make him force to throw. Second and 10 from the 35. This time they're going to run it. Williams got some running room right up the middle, breaking tackles. He's got a first down, still on his feet inside Hanley territory, and he's uh, brought ball. down from behind. Ball. The ball is loose on the ground. Could recover it anyway. <laughs> yeah, they're going to say he was down. I think they – yeah, what they're doing there, they, you know, they, they run this spread offense, uh, going two buys either way, spreads our defense out, creates lanes in the middle. And uh, they were able to take advantage of it there uh, on that particular play and uh, give Williams credit uh, once he got out uh, in that second level. Uh, he was able to advance the ball upfield. New running back into the game now is Isaiah Edwards, and he gets that carry, and he's stopped uh, probably going to lose a yard or two. Yeah, he was, he was uh, bottled up uh, right at the line of scrimmage. Uh, by Dylan Brooks, uh, uh, actually going to lose, like you said, about two yards on the carry, but uh, uh, good stop there by the Hanley uh, defensive front. That's actually second down and 12. Janine Hyman listening to us uh, over at Night Inlow. I know a lot of teachers are listening to us, but shout out to uh, Janine. Second and 12, back to pass, looking down the seam. He's got a receiver open, complete for a touchdown to Hunter Oglin. Yeah, and he's going to be their lead receiver. I think he's got over 30 catches for almost 800 yards on the season. So uh, they know how to throw and catch uh, uh, on the Gordo Greenway team. And uh, he just able to get behind Jamariquai Lewis there. And, uh, of course, Bailey knows how to deliver the ball and uh, hit him on the, the slant right there. Uh, for the touchdown. And they're going to keep the offense on the field to go for the two-point conversion here. Working out of the pistol with Edwards behind Bailey, your quarterback. Bailey rolls to the near side of the field, loads up looking for a receiver in and out of everybody's hands, and it goes uh, incomplete. Don't see any penalty flags, so the two-point conversion fails. Hanley leads this one by two points, 14 to 12, 6.57 to go here in our first half. We'll take a timeout. We'll be back right after this on the iSchool Sports Network. It's not just a home or car. It's the six months that you save for your Ultra HD flat screen just in time for football season and the overtime that you work for that third car so your team can drive themselves to practice. While other insurance companies see them as just a bundle or combo, State Farm agent Ken Seifert sees your home and car as things that you worked really hard for. Ken understands what your things really mean and is here to help you and get the protection that they deserve. Talk to State Farm agent Ken Seifert in Roanoke for your home and auto insurance soon. For all of your pharmaceutical needs, check out Emerging Home Care Pharmacy located on Highway 431 in beautiful downtown Roanoke, Alabama, where hometown services and great prices meet excellent health care. They provide injections, including flu, pneumonia, and the shingles shot, diabetes management, and education, custom fit orthotic shoes for diabetics and other foot problems, massage therapy by appointment, and yoga classes as well. Fast, efficient filling of your prescriptions. Stop by today and see what Emerging Home Care Pharmacy can do for you. Hometown Pizza and Grill is under new ownership and is located at Weedowie Village Shopping Center. We're open Wednesday and Thursdays from 11 to 8 and Friday and Saturday 11 to 9. We've got a full menu featuring pizza, wings, calzones, wraps, and sandwiches. Or come try some of our catfish, chicken fingers, or hamburger steaks. And best of all, don't leave without getting a dessert. Hometown Pizza and Grill is proudly live streaming today's 4A State Championship game. So call in your order at 256 357 4992. Hometown Pizza and Grill in the Weedowie Village. 
14 to 12, our score, 6.57 to go here in our first half. The Hanley Tigers on top of Gordo for a state championship. Brother Brian Whaley, our Mike Fields man on the stat sheet and uh, up here in the booth with us, got some yes. shout-outs. All right, uh, Allie Smith, Gracie Seymour, Christy Estes listening in Gulf Shores, Alabama. Also, Christy Fordham is listening over at uh, the Rono Career Technical Center. So, uh, Randolph Rono Career Tech Center, I want to thank them. And also, Jordan Cook wanted to say, uh, go Tigers. All right, kicking off to Hanley number 17 will be Ben Caps. Meadows in the middle of the field, back at about the 15-yard uh, line, along with uh, Jamiroquai Lewis and Maurice Cameron. Yeah, we need to answer here, Adam. Answer that score. A little pooch kick coming to the near side of the field. Fair caught by Jordan West. No, he didn't caught it. Well, let's see. A little confusion. I thought he called a fair catch, and then he took off and ran. Oh, no, I don't, I don't think he ever signaled fair catch. The refs never blew the whistle. Yeah, the right. whistles didn't blow. I thought I saw his hand come up. I just wasn't sure. It's going to be one anyway. Yeah, they're going to mark it. Well, they're going to have a conference. Uh, yeah, he did make a motion with his arm, but I don't know if he was calling off uh, Cameron coming up behind him or it wasn't clear. Yeah, and the official on the near side was was telling him to stop, so he thought there was a fair catch. But they're going to penalize Hanley for an, an illegal fair catch, is what they're going to do, or advancing a fair catch. So it'll be a five-yard penalty. Back them up to the thirty. And it'll be first and 10 for the Tigers of Hanley, leading by two here in the 4A state championship against Gordo, 14 to 12, 6.56 to go here in our first half. With all the challenges and the TV timeouts, uh, this has been a, a long first half. It has. All right, we're ready to go here. Cofield out of the gun, back to pass. Going to be a screen pass over on the far sideline to Quade Lewis, breaking tackle, still looking for running room, and uh, not much there. He may have gained a yard. Yeah, not much. Had, had the block set up out there, but 13-0 uh, came up, did a good job uh, in recognition of that play uh, and able to uh, uh, kind of bottle Quade up, bring him down. Uh, be no gain on the play. Yep, second down and 10, ball over on the far hashes. Hanley moves left to right here at Bryant-Denny Stadium. 55 for Gordo, got a little shook up on that play coming off. Lawrence, you're wide out to the far side of the field. I believe this is going to be uh, Quad A over here to the near side. Brooks in the slot on the near side. Evan takes the snap. He's got running room. He looks like he's going to be close to a first down at the 40. Got a flag. And a flag comes in at the end of the play. Yeah, just read option play there by Evan. Uh, of course, gives uh, he takes what the defense gives him there. And I have to see he'll have enough for the line of game. I just have to see what this penalty is. Penalty flag thrown face right mask. at the 39. It's a face mask called against the green wave of Gordo. A 15-yard step off into Gordo territory. It'll be first and 10 for the Tigers at the 45-yard line. Yep, and then pick up a first bank, first down. Another first bank, first down. Home loans, longer terms, no minimum loan amounts, all types of loan serviced by your local branch. Just another reason you'll like banking with us at First Bank in Roanoke next to Burger King, member FDIC. 
Tigers with it inside Gordo territory here. Halfway through our second quarter, leading by two, 14 to 12. Double wing formation for the Tigers. Man goes in motion and uh, drew the defense offsides. It looked like the, the outside linebacker there uh, came across the line of scrimmage and we'll pick up another five yards there. Yeah. Robertson was coming in motion from that wing and it was just that real short methodical yep. movement. And when he did, they jumped off sides and that uh, will give Hanley first and five now at uh, about the 40 yard line. Brooks, your receiver, just on the right side of the formation. Cofield to Meadows off the left side. Meadows following his blocks and fighting for yards, and he's going to pick up a couple of tough yards. Still, still on, on his, his feet. feet. Just would not go down. Uh, had five or six green wave defenders uh, all around him, and uh, Meadows just would not go down. He's going to uh, pick up about three or four yards on carry. Brings up second uh, and two here. Uh, for the Tigers. Taylor listening to us, and he said this game's going to last about five and a half hours. <laughs> All right, here we go. Second down and a couple for the Tigers. Inside Gordo territory to 38. Cofield with a snap. Rose to his right, and he uh, looking for a receiver, looking for, I believe, uh, Quad A. Lewis uh, at about the 30, and the ball, I believe, was deflected and it, goes incomplete. It was. It was deflected at the line of scrimmage, not able to get it to uh, Quad A, who, who, who had gotten open there. Uh, it's going to bring up third down here. So Hanley comes back in now with Robertson and Jones now in the backfield. So they'll go to that uh, power eye formation, the tri-set. Lawrence, you wide out to the far side of the field. Meadows off the left side. He's got running room. He's got the first down. Steps out of bounds at about the 33, 34-yard line. Just so powerful, Adam, so powerful. He uh, had a, a defender, had the back of his jersey, and he just kept those legs pumping uh, to pick up that first bank first down. Just a solid run there. Had uh, Christian Jones and Aiden Robinson out in front of him, though, uh, leading away and uh, just would not be denied. So he picks up that uh, first bank first down. Guys, I know you can't see, but he drug number 17 about two yards. Yeah, that's pretty funny. He was hanging over dear life. <laughs> On his back. Ball just inside the 35. Wide out to the near side of the field. Eye formation now for the Tigers. They fake the toss sweep. Play action pass. Cofield has nowhere to go with the football. Falls forward, but he does gain a yard. Yeah, smart play by Evan. Nowhere for uh, just a play action pass. Bootleg rolled out to the far side of the field. Nowhere to go with the ball downfield. He recognized that right off. Uh, tucked the ball away and uh, picked up about a yard or two, just lift to play another down here. About four and a half minutes to go here in our second quarter. Tigers lead by two, 14 to 12. And uh, uh, Hanley like to get on the scoreboard here right before the end of uh, the first half, and uh, we'll get the ball in the second half. But that, that last play, that just that's the effects of having a senior quarterback knowing what to do with the ball when, uh, when it's not there. Second down and eight. They fake the jet sweep. Then they hand it off to Meadows. He slipped one tackle. Spins Ooh. off another one. Still on his feet. Fighting for yards. Uh. And it looks like uh, we're going to have to wait on the spot, folks. This is going to be right at the line to gain. Look at that run. One one defender miss. Roll the spin. Out. Oh. <laughs> oh, 
he, he spun off of it, yeah. and lowered, lowered his head, uh, and still got yardage. First down. And yeah, it's and a first bank. First for, a first bank, first down for the Hanley Tigers at the 24-yard line, we'll call it, inside Gordo territory with 3.50 to go here in our first half. Twin receivers far side of the field. Cofield going to call his own number right off the left side. Got some running room. He's got a first bank first down, and he's going to be inside the 15. They drive him back, but the spot is going to be at about the 14 for the first down. Yeah, just another smart play by Evan Cofield, and we talked about it. His game's really ramped up the last five or six weeks, and uh, really come on this, you know, uh, read option play there, of course. Everybody's keying on number two, and uh, Evan uh, saw something there in the defense, and uh, he, he advanced the ball forward uh, for another first bank, first down. And some other folks listening to us that uh, take care of my heart, the good folks at Wellstar West Georgia. Shout out to them. Thank you for listening. First and 10 now for the Tigers from the 14 of Gordo. Meadows trying to get to the outside. It was all, it was designed to go uh, as an uh, all, uh, inside the tackle, and uh, he tried to bounce it to the outside, and he's uh, going to lose a yard. And, and this Gordo defense, give them credit. They do a good job uh, at the point of attack. We've won some of the battles so far t- today, but they've also Got uh, won there. some of the battles as well. So they do a good job up front. Face mask. Face mask on Gordo, that's huge. And let me get my shout-out here to my wife, Catherine, and uh, Eli and Samuel listening, and my mother-in-law, Corliss Hall, is there listening. So uh, glad to have them listening. And she wrote a message about getting teared up hearing us do this. Also, the folks at uh, Emergency Medical Transport say they're Go Tigers. Tim in the game. One of our great sponsors. All right, first down and six now for the Tigers right at the 10-yard line. Ball over on the far hash as they move left to right. Cofield out of the gun. Hands it to Meadows off the left side, making people miss. Still on his feet. He's got a first bank, first down, first and goal for the Hanley Tigers at the two-yard line. Just a powerful, impressive run there by Tate Meadows. Just getting, getting in there off tackle, getting behind those blocks, and uh, going to get the ball down to about the two-yard line here. Uh, be second and uh, be first down. Also, first down and goal to go. Matt Towers two. pancaked his guy in the end zone. I know you love that, Chris. I do. You Both of you guys love those offensive line plays, players. That's where it starts. That's what we talked about with Coach Cole last night. Meadows off the left Boom. side. Into Boom. the end zone. Boom. Hanley touchdown, Tigers. Extend their lead now to 20 to 12. And, and, and Staples had his guy pancaked on yeah, that one. Yeah. All right, our emergency medical transport point after attempt, a fixture in Randolph County and surrounding areas since 1990. EMT response ready 24 7 emergency medical transport. Landon Bozeman, the snapper. Evan Cofield, the holder. Caleb Burns does the kicking. Hanley lines up in the water bucket. Now they'll come back and surround Bozeman, the center. We're going to back that one up. Penalty flag comes in. They're going to call – what are they going to call on? Land, Landon went down, put his hand on the ball, come back up. And then came back that. up. So, they'll back it up five. So, uh, nothing, no harm, no foul. They'll spot it down at the uh, eight-yard line. Evan will place it down at the 15. So, Burns will have a 25-yard point after try here – Brought to you by EMT. Landon's snap is good. Cofield gets it down. The kick is up, and 
The kick good. is good. The kick is good. The Tigers extend the lead over Gordo, 21 to 12 with 2.52 to go here in our first half. We'll take a timeout and have our scoring recap right after this. The all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. Time for our Reliance Realty Handley Scoring Recap presented by your premier resource for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty, Bryant Whaley. That was a 10-play scoring drive, 69 yards, 4 minutes and 5 seconds from Tay Meadows, and that actually puts Tay Meadows up to 86 yards, rushing uh, 4.5 average, Adam. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit reliancerealestate.com. Phone number Onside is uh, kick. We got it. 334-863. Onside kick. We got it. 21-61. Onside kick. The Tigers have recovered it. it and, and Caleb Burns recovered it. <laughs> he ran down there, turned around, and just caught it. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. I was watching. <laughs> I'm, re- I, I'm, I'm doing the Reliance Realty scoring recap, and Hanley recovered the onside kick with 2.51 to go here in our first half, leading 21-12. to 12. What did Coach Strange say about Burns? Got a little moxie in him. Yep. And that was an excellent Man. onside kick Him right and there. Look at it. He just went you down there. Draw, you, you can't draw it up any better than that. All no. right. First and ten for Hanley at midfield. Cofield back to pass. Looking downfield. He's going to be brought down behind the line of scrimmage. Just didn't have time to uh, get get the pass away. Good coverage downfield. Yeah, nowhere to go with the ball downfield. And then they had good pressure up front there uh, to bring Cofield uh, down. And for, the, for y- those of you just listening, Caleb Burns kicked it straight in front of him, and it got just over 10 yards, and he just turned around and caught it. All right, guys, we got a, we got a new term we're fixing to use. This could be the triple-double. Mm. It could. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the triple-double. All right, second down and 13 for the Tigers. Meadows off the left side. Mm. He's breaking tackles. He gets back to the original line of scrimmage, and that will bring up uh, – Fourth down. Well, Adam, also, too, something to think about. This keeps Tanner Bailey in a high-powered offense off the field. So, that's – hey, regardless what happens here, they keep they can't win if they can't score. So, that's, that's huge exactly for Coach right. Train doing that. Exactly right. And timeout in, on the field taken by Gordo. I said it was uh, going to bring up fourth down. It's actually going to bring up uh, third down. Bright Whaley, good to have you in the booth. Our Mike Fields man who's been everywhere this year. Brought to you by Mike Fields Body Shop, 123 Industrial Avenue. Mike Fields, phone number 863-2702. Gordo takes a timeout. We're going to take a timeout. Hanley leads 21-12 to with 150 left here in our first half. Back after this. Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community, offering over 55 years of experience in senior services and committed to providing the highest quality living in a tranquil and comfortable setting. If you need a caregiver after a recent hospitalization, short-term stays are available for all ages, providing housekeeping, dietitian-approved meals. Visit them at their website at trailerhelp.com or call 334-863-3500. 
One minute, 50 seconds left here in our first half. Hanley with the football. Hanley leads 21 to 12 for a state championship game. The Tigers from Roanoke of Hanley trying to capture state title number three. Yeah, and they've been impressive so far here uh, here in the first half, Adam. Uh, of course, it's been a grind. It's been a grind. Gordo's made some plays. We expected them to make plays. They've, they've got uh, excellent athletes over there, got a, a great quarterback, but uh, uh, we've made plays offensively, defensively, and, and on special teams is uh, in the mix today as well. Third and 11, Cofield back to pass, screen pass right up the middle to Robertson, breaking tackles, and he's going down right at the line of scrimmage, well read by the Gordo defense. Yeah, the Gordo defense sniffed that one out right off. Uh, Aiden did a good job securing the catch, uh, made one defender miss, couldn't make the second miss. Going to bring up fourth down uh, in about 12 here for Hanley. Yep, one and a half to go here in our first half. Hanley leading this one by a score of 21 to 12. Gordo uh, won the toss and took the ball to start the game, so our Tigers will get it to start the second half. Hanley rushing a player off the field. Now we're set, two men deep to receive the punt from Ty Fetner. It's a high snap, but he went back and got it, gets it off, low line drive, takes a bounce at about the 25 or the 35, and it's gonna roll dead and go out of bounds somewhere in the neighborhood of the 21 yard line. Yeah, good punt by, by Ty. Uh, able to, to secure the high snap, didn't didn't panic. That's one thing, you know. Coach Strain, he's always uh, over the years put a skill guy back exactly. at back at his punter, even though he may have a big uh, lineman that could kick further. He'd rather have a skill guy just in case something goes wrong back there. They know how to handle the ball, deal with it. Ty did a good job there, uh, securing the snap, getting the punt off. Keep everybody in front of you here. Got less than a minute to go here in the first half. First and 10 now for Gordo from the 20 yard line. Bailey back to pass under some pressure. He was hit as he delivered it and pass was complete. Right up the middle of the field, breaking tackle, spinning off folks and he's got it out to midfield for a first down. Yeah, Jake Collin was right there and actually delivered a blow to Bailey but to his credit, uh, he was able to deliver the pass to, to Billups down the field and uh, uh, he made a couple of Tigers miss before they brought him down. Bailey goes underneath center, and he'll clock it at that point. Gordo got one timeout left. Yeah, Matt Towers, just another note of Matt there. He come off the ball at that snap, and uh, he drove the center back, even though uh, everybody in the stadium knew Bailey was going to clock it, but he didn't take that play off. He played to the whistle blow. <laughs> he did. And there was some shoving going on. They, did, uh, I love it. Getting ahead. Empty backfield right. now for Tanner Bailey, the quarterback for Gordo. Penalty marker comes in. Wait and see. He. Not sure, guys. Not sure exactly what it is. They're going to have a conference. The penalty penalty flag was thrown from behind the Hanley defense. And a long discussion at midfield between uh, three of the officials, and we'll have to see what the actual call is. No foul. No foul. No foul. Okay, so no penalty. 
44 seconds to go in our first half. Tigers on top, 21 to 12. Gordo with the football at midfield. Empty backfield. Twin receivers both sides of the field for Bailey, the quarterback. Straight drop back pass. Going to set up a middle screen, and he has got all kind of running room. Breaking a couple of tackles. Still on his feet. Inside the 20, all the way down to the 15. Yeah, what do you say? Well designed, play well executed. Had the, those big guys uh, out in front of him. We took the bait, uh, came up field and rushed. Uh, Bailey, he able to, to hit caps there in the middle, and he got behind his blockers and uh, uh, picked up the big first down. Inside 30 seconds, Bailey back to pass, and the ball is oh! almost intercepted, almost. Kyle's deflected it, and somebody else almost got Coddle? the pause yeah, on it. A little like Coddle almost uh, came down with it. Uh, Mm, that would have been a game changer there. I'm glad this chair is here. 23 seconds to go in our opening half. Hanley leads 21 to 12. Gordo with the football deep inside Hanley territory at the 15. Second down and 10. Trips to the far side of the field. Tanner Bailey calling the snap count. Straight drop back pass, throwing the fade route into the end zone. That one's up in the air. 50-50 ball incomplete. Yeah, good job there. Quade Lewis, and we got a Tiger down in the corner of the end zone. I can't tell who it is, but uh, uh, great uh, defense of the pass. Yeah, and or not, or three of the Hanley defenders converged on the play uh, to try to break it up. They did. The pass was intended, I believe, for number one, Billups. Yeah, I believe it's going to be Cannon Kyle. Yeah. I think he just Cannon. Yeah. came yeah. down awkward. Uh, in the back corner of the end zone. Pass actually intended for 13, Neal. So an injury timeout on the field. Tigers leading this one with 17 seconds left in the first half, 21 to 12. Let's step aside just yeah, a second. Yeah, we'll, we'll step aside and take a, take a, a timeout. Uh, you're listening to Hanley Tiger Football on the iSchool Sports Network. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. 17 seconds to go in the first half of a 4A state championship game. 21 to 12, Hanley over Gordo. Kyles was the injured player shaken up, but uh, he's, I see him, he's walking off uh, on his own power. Third and 10 from the 15 for Gordo. Running back behind your quarterback, Bailey, is Edwards. Single receiver over on the far side of the field. Twins to the near side. Bailey back to pass. Slant right across the middle. Well read. Broken up by Quade Lewis. Yeah, good job by Quade Lewis uh, jumping around there and uh, able to bat the, the pass down. Jay, Jay Haynes was there as well. Uh, good, uh, good job by that handling defense. Guys, I'm afraid they may call targeting on that. Yep, flag on the, the far side of the field. Pass interference. Pass interference. 
So they'll step that off half the distance to the goal. No, I don't. I don't see that. He was in front of the receiver, made a play on the ball. Haynes was nowhere around him. I don't. But nonetheless, that's going to be the call. Yep. But it's not an automatic first down, so they'll redo third down. It'll be third down and two with 13 seconds to go for Gordo. Edwards to the left of Bailey, your quarterback, out of the shotgun, trips to the far side of the field, back to pass under some pressure, and this one oh. is almost intercepted. It was over the head of the intended receiver. Jordan West almost came up with it. And Jake Collar coming off edge, he delivered a shot to, to Tanner Bailey as he uh, threw that ball, and uh, Tanner felt that when he was slow to get up, uh, and Jordan West almost came up with it there. Should have come up with the, the INT there, but uh, – Jake getting the pressure on Bailey there, forced that throw. Interesting call. They keep the offense on the field. I thought he might go for uh, a field goal here. But he's going to keep the uh, – Gordo will keep their offense on the field. Trips to the far side of the field. Bailey and Gordo out of the shotgun formation. Bailey back to pass. Looking on the slant route across the middle. It is complete to number 17, Caps. And he dives into the end zone for the touchdown. Yeah, just a, a well-designed play there. Bailey knew where he was going to Caps. He's tied in. Uh, and uh, ball was a little high, delivered a little high, but Caps made a good catch uh, and able to get it in the end zone. See, that's why I'm not a coach. <laughs> well, well, Lolly, Coach Lolly knew he had to do something to try to shift the momentum, uh, you know, here with uh, less than 10 seconds to go. Uh, Going to have a, a Greenway player down there, but uh, so he knew he had to do something to try to shift the momentum uh, going into the locker room. Yeah, an injured player down for uh, Gordo uh, down in right on the uh, goal line stripe, uh, and uh, looks like he's uh, trying to get up. Yeah. And uh, we'll see. Gordo going to go for two, Chris, or are they going to kick the extra point? I think to kick the extra point. But what I know. <laughs> yeah. One second on the game clock. Yeah. 21 that, to 18 is your score. That was actually Caps uh, that uh, scored the touchdown. That was an injured Green Wave player. And they're showing the replay to see if he uh, got in. And he looks like he did. Yeah. Look, looks like he was uh, – yeah, he got it. Oh, looked, yeah. looked like both knees score. were off the ground, so that's a touchdown as they uh, show the replay here in Bryant-Denny Stadium for a state championship game, part of Super 7 from the Alabama High School Athletic Association, 21-18. Hanley Tigers lead this one uh, right before our first uh, half ends. Uh, we're going to talk to Superintendent Chuck Markham uh, a little bit about uh, – we're going to talk a lot about everything, really, and truthfully at halftime. Uh, sat down with him earlier this week. Uh, we weren't sure if we were going to be able to have guests up here or not, so uh, I just went ahead and made sure that uh, we had halftime covered. Uh, neither band going to get to perform on the field, uh, and they submitted videos, so they'll be shown on the Jumbotron. So those watching at home, uh, if they show any of that uh, on the television, you'll be able to see some of that. Looks like Gordo does keep their offense on the field to go for two here to close the Hanley lead to one. The shaking up player 
uh, Caps uh, running up and down the sideline over here in front of us, so he looks like he's all right. So they are checking that replay again. And got to be clear. Yeah. Got to be clear evidence to overturn the yeah. call that the ruling on the field was a touchdown. Well, that knee was down. I don't know. It's a bang bang thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they did review the play. The ruling on the field stands. Gordo keeps their offense on the field, trailing the Tigers by three. Wide receivers all over the field, three to the right, two over to the left as the backfield is empty. Bailey, the quarterback. Two-point conversion try with one second left here on the clock. Straight drop back pass out of the gun, looking across the middle in the end zone, and the pass is complete, and a penalty flag comes in after it. Yeah, it's completed number three. Oglin in the back of the end zone. Jamaica Lewis in defense of the play. Uh, let's see what the flag is. But probably going to be on be on Hanley. Something to do with the tackle. Not sure. Yeah, he's fixing the call. I don't know. I couldn't tell if he got up around his head. Face mask. So he's going to call a personal foul face mask against uh, Hanley uh, on the two-point conversion, and uh, that will move the ball. They'll they'll assess that on the kickoff. Only one second left, though. Yeah, one second here uh, before we go into the locker room at halftime. Uh, of course, you know, 21 to 20, we expected this ball game to be close. We expected it to be a dog fight. Uh, no secret there. So, uh, Coach Strain and his staff, they'll go in there. They're one of the best staffs I've ever seen in halftime adjustments, game day adjustments. So, they'll go in and uh, make some adjustments at halftime, come out, we'll get the ball uh, to start the second half. And they'll kick it off from the Hanley 45 after the 15-yard penalty. And if I'm kicking the football, I kick it out of the end zone. Yes. Don't allow a return. A lot of reviews, a lot of instant replays, some injury timeouts. Been a long first half. It has. But Caps is set up like he's going to kick it to the, the bounder. Or possibly onside. Yep, it is an onside kick. Ball loose on the ground, recovered by Maurice Cameron. And that's going to bring us to uh, the end of our first half. 21 to 20, Hanley Tigers on top of Gordo in the 4A state championship as the teams make their way to the locker room. We're moving to our Randolph County mobile home halftime show. Uh, we'll come back and talk a little bit about the first half, and then we'll talk with uh, Superintendent Chuck Markham. All of this coming your way. We're at the half. Our second quarter has been brought to you in part by Express Chicken and Fish, open Tuesday through Saturday, 1030 to 8. Freshly cooked fare. Our score at the halftime, 21 to 20, Hanley over Gordo, back after this. 
Randolph County Mobile Homes, 2595 Highway 431 in Roanoke, your leader for affordable homes. Beautiful three or four bedroom homes from Clayton, Hamilton, and Fleetwood. Finished sheetrock, shingle, and metal roof options. Single wide mobile homes starting at 38.9, double wide homes starting at 62.9. Visit Randolph County Mobile Homes today and let their caring staff help you through every step of purchasing your new home, including financing. Randolph County Mobile Homes, Highway 431 in Roanoke. All right, back here uh, at halftime. Our Tigers of Hanley leading this one 21-24, a state championship game. Uh, and uh, it was a, an hour and 47-minute first half, Chris. That's a that's a long time. Yeah, a long time. Uh, of course, you, you got to factor in things that we don't normally see on a Friday night. Uh, we got TV here with TV timeout, media timeouts. And then you factor in the challenges. They, they've been um, – we've had a couple of coach challenges where the flag's been thrown. Uh, which, you know, they have two minutes when they go under the tent there to review it. And then, of course, there's been some uh, uh, referee challenges or reviews, rather, not challenges, but reviews. They reviewed play. They want to get these things right. This is going to decide who your state champion is uh, here in the 4A classification. They want to make sure they get the calls right. Those guys are human uh, as well. So they, they've reviewed several plays uh, where it be a change of possession, scoring plays, different things like that. So that takes time. And uh, that's caused this first half to, to linger on a little bit longer than what we're, we're, we normally see. And uh, uh, so, but uh, exactly what, what we thought, you know, coming into this game, didn't think it was going to be a blowout either way. No. Uh, we, no. I think this is going to be decided in the fourth quarter late. Um, you know, could be who, who's got the ball on the last possession here. I don't know. Uh, I don't have a, a crystal ball to tell that. But I do know the first half has been hard fought both sides of the ball. Uh, Tanner Bailey is a tremendous athlete. Uh, we finally, in the second quarter, got to him. Yep. And we finally adjusted defensively, and we were able to get to him, rattle him. Uh, of course, you don't want to see a kid get hurt, a kid get hurt but he, 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 he's he been out on turf a couple of different times. One time they had to go get him, bring him, uh, and help him off the field there uh, and check on him. But uh, that's what we're going to have to do again in the second half, more of that, more of the same. And we see they can score one or two plays to take the ball down the field. They just did it uh, to go into the locker room with that score uh, and then uh, completed the two-point conversion. So they can score points. And Bryant made a great point. You know, uh, do what we do, grind the ball, keep the ball away from him. I think a lot of those things, you know, Coach Strain has been doing the onside kicks and some of the, 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 the trick plays and different things that he's doing is to try to keep the ball out of Tanner Bailey's hand. We know and they know how good he is, and uh, he just proved it, uh, how he can uh, direct this offense uh, here on this last draft, uh, drive going into uh, the second half. But we get the ball uh, to start the second half. Um, we, we asserted our dominance along that offensive front. Tate Meadows uh, really showed this crowd here, Brian Denny, what he can do, uh, you know, especially through the latter part of that first quarter into the first part of the second quarter. Uh, so there's been, uh, you know, glimpses of what we've been doing over the last uh, four weeks here in the playoffs with the run game. So we've got to come out uh, second half, reestablish that somewhat. I mean, it hadn't gone away, but just reestablish that going into the second half, make them think coming out of the locker room, good grief, you know, and, and pound it down their throats and put some points on the board. You know, we're going to run away with this thing in the second half? I don't know. No. I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, no. Um, so if you want to see if you've seen a great – uh, half of football, and I expect you're going to see a, a, a great second half of football here as well. 
uh, again, uh, the, the green wave of Gordo and your Hanley Tigers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, got 13-plus uh, booms, uh, Autumn May says. Huh. So, well, all right, we're going to uh, get out of here. I'm going to uh, step aside, and uh, we're going to have our interview with uh, Superintendent of Education uh, Chuck Markham here on our Randolph County Mobile Home Halftime Show. Ron Ingram came by just then and told us uh, they had lunch for us over there that we could uh, go That's grab That's a boom. It. That's a boom. <laughs> there you go. There's another one. So uh, we're going we're gonna to hear my interview with uh, Mr. Markham right now on the Randolph County Mobile Home Halftime Show. Visiting with Superintendent of Education of Roanoke City Schools, Mr. Chuck Markham, on our halftime show. And, uh, Chuck, you said you're two for two, uh, halftime of uh, state championship games and uh, trying to make it three. Yeah, good to be here. I tell you, it, it, time flies. It doesn't seem like it was ten years ago that we were down here trying to win that first state championship. And now to be back and have the opportunity to win the third one in ten years is a, it's a very exciting time to be part of a – Hanley High School and Roanoke City Schools and just this community and what it means. And, of course, you know me being such an Alabama fan, get to see my Hanley Tigers playing Bryant Denny Stadium. That, that, that's about as good as it gets for, for the me. second time. <laughs> that's right. That's about as good as it gets. Uh, and, and I concur with that statement because I got to call the 2016 championship game at Jordan-Hare Stadium. And, and I joked with Dr. Don about it all the time. Being the Auburn fan that he is, he called the 2011 game at Bryant-Denny, and then I got to call the 2016. So I've one-upped him now. Uh, that's good stuff. Y'all was over here last Saturday with Kip for the Auburn game, and uh, I'll be honest with you, during the game I couldn't help but think that in less than a week I'll be back in here watching Hanley play. And, and as much as I love Alabama, Hanley's the, my priority, and uh, I, I would have probably made a deal with the devil to get Hanley this championship because this would be so big for our community. Uh, but I tell you this, talk about, you know, I got a lot of good friends that are Auburn people, especially being in Roanoke. Some of my best friends are Auburn people. I tell them I got I get such delight in seeing them in Bryant Denny Stadium decked out in crimson or red. And of course, they said they enjoyed me being down at Auburn in 2016, yelling "Go Tigers!" at uh, Jordan Harris. So I guess it all works out. But early on, my daughter, when she was young, she said Hanley's the perfect team, Dad. We got Alabama's colors and we're Tigers, so we got something for both fan bases. So I think that's pretty good. That's a great, a great perspective. <laughs> Chuck, we, could, we couldn't talk about the 2020 football season or 2020-2021 school year without talking about COVID and, and the, the mitigation of it uh, in the school system and what you guys have done. And, and it's been, especially over at the high school where, where these kids are playing today for the state championship and what a job that your staff and Principal Todd Cole has done. Yeah, I'm so, so proud of Todd. You know, come in – for the first year of principal, I, uh, to be a principal at a high school, I couldn't imagine a more difficult circumstance because uh, uh, nobody really there to help you because uh, nobody's ever been through this before. I could, you know, I, I want to mentor and help Todd as much as anyone, but I couldn't tell him what I would do during a pandemic because I'm going through it the first time as well. But, but uh, uh, Principal Todd Coe and Assistant Principal Jill Lackey have done a great job, and then. From an athletic standpoint, while we're talking about here today, Coach Strain. I mean, people have no idea what all Coach Strain has done in his staff to try to create a safe environment down there for students. And uh, he's constantly, we've got him a fumigating machine and we've got some of this uh, gold shield product that we're very high on. He, he's constantly uh, putting uh, spray in the locker room, puts this, this uh, solution in the 
uh, wash for the when he washes clothes every day. He keeps the kids mitigated. You know, we brought four school buses up here so we can keep the kids spread out. Uh, we've been doing things in like on some road trips early on before we were taking four buses every 14 minutes. He'd have the kids rotate so they wouldn't be sitting by the same kids for that. So you because that cuts close contact roof, you're in close contact for 15 minutes. So we'd move around so you'd be sitting around by different kids. So that they're just, just things that and he's constantly you could not have a better coach than Larry Strain to have to deal with something like this. Uh, because one and the main reason he's doing it because he loves his kids and he wants his kids to be healthy of course he wants to win too and it gives him better chance to win the better we can stay healthy but uh, my vo- vocabulary does not allow me to adequately express how much i appreciate what coach strain's done from that standpoint of us uh, combating the uh, covid virus as todd but also at our other schools too uh, lynn robinson homer hector at the middle school and uh, tina music and linda krim at night in low we we so far, our numbers are much lower than what I thought they would be when the year started. I couldn't be more proud of our people. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services reference here are independent of SPF. Want to earn real money in real careers such as therapeutic massage or industrial maintenance? Or are you looking to earn academic transfer credit? Whatever your dream, make it happen at Southern Union State Community College. Get started by simply applying online at suscc.edu. Then register for spring semester classes beginning October 28th. Spring classes begin January 6th. Contact us today to take the first step toward your future. You can't spell success without SU. Chuck, uh, turning our attention toward this football season, uh, we were probably affected more than any of the schools in the county when it came to COVID and changes uh, as far as our schedule was concerned. But other teams were affected throughout the state. Uh, how You've been a football coach. With three games that we lost this season, and football's about continuity and execution, and you have to be able to have game reps and everything, what kind of factor did that play in into this season? Oh, it definitely was a factor. Uh, another great example of the job that Coach and his staff have done to get us in this position because uh, you get better each week if, if you got a, a, a good football team and a good coaching staff, which we do. And you, you don't get better if you're not playing. Now, you can go out there and practice all you want, but it gets to a point where you, you, you don't get better without playing. Because uh, throughout my career, and other coaches tell you the same, some kids do excel at practice, but they don't carry it over to the game. But you've got some kids who are not necessarily good at practice, but when the lights come on, they're different. And, uh, they, and so you, you don't get to see that if you don't have those game reps. You can't go back and look at the film. So that, that, that's been a part you know, now from an administrative standpoint, what's hurt us so much is the money and the revenue we've lost this year. You know, th- those two home football games that we lost uh, set us back like our band. Our what, our band survives on concession money mm-hmm. because our parents work so hard and they get all the concession money. But that's what funds the band program. So we took out two home games. And uh, 
And then with football, the revenue that we generate from there that, that, that helps cover not only football, it helps cover other sports. We'll make some of that up with the playoffs, but since the 33% occupancy, uh, uh, and I understand I'm not knocking Coach Savage Racing Athletic Association for that, but that, you know, money's a the money's an issue, so but I, that wasn't your question. I'm thinking too much like an administrator right now, I guess. <laughs> no, that, and, and and that's fine. And it, and of course, we're not the only school affected by exactly. by poor gates and, yeah. and and attendance. You know, with yeah. and and we did a great job. Our fans did a great job this this season, and uh, of course, we we're just glad to be a part of it as well. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about this football team and, and talk about, you know, everybody knows the, the Dylan Brookses. He's the five-star Tennessee commit. And then you've got uh, Jake Cottle and Christian Jones, and, and I can go on and on and, and talk about them. But one of the surprises, which is probably not a big surprise, is, is Tay Meadows, who's gotten some late-season recognition. And Coach Strain and I have talked about it. You know, he missed basically the last two seasons. And, and, and what a – he got his first offer this week from a Division One SEC school. Talk a little bit about some of the kids on the team. You're exactly right. I mean, Tay Meadows, he's special. I mean, we've had a lot of good running backs that's been here in my 30 years. I've been in Roanoke, but he's right there in that group. Uh, he's just got he's got that unique ability to be able to cut and accelerate at the same time. He's kind of a Makes you in some ways think of a Stacy Garrett and Stacy how he could hit that hole and then he could just and, and a lot of people have to cut and have to get started back up again. It's just one move and he he, he plants that foot in the ground and goes and he he's just special. But the thing about Tay and I don't get to be around the kid as much as I did like when I was principal, but he's such a good kid. I mean, when you speak to him, he's yes sir, no sir. He's got a smile on his face. And Malik, his brother, who was on our 2016 team, was the same type kid. His, his folks have uh, done a great job on him of bringing him up the right way. And, you know, and, and I, I'm so thankful that he has gotten through this season without injuries. Maybe that's behind him now because, you know, you don't help to look back. But you think back to last year's team, if we'd had him and Devontae both, I mean, uh, that, 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 that could have been one more of a one-two punch right there. But uh, very, very proud of Tay. And he, that Tennessee will be the first of many offers he gets. There's, and there's a lot of youngsters on this team. There's a lot of freshmen and sophomores that, that, are, that are contributing, the Jamiroquai Lewises and Quade Lewises, uh, you know, the, and the cupboard is not bare. No. The Jamiroquai, number 21, but the kids tickle me. I call them my number. I tell them if they wear their jersey in the halls, I know them better because a lot of these kids are out of uniform now. I don't know them because, I, especially with COVID, I'm not in the school as much as I, I've been in the past. But, boy, he, he played a great game last week against uh, – uh, the American Christian, a defensive back. I mean, he 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 covered some routes that, uh, that no you can't cover no better than he did. Especially that interception he made late in the game, and uh, he, and uh, but him and Quade on that other side, and, you know, Cannon Kyle's is a ninth grader that's going you know, going to be special at quarterback for us down the road. But he's he's come in and helped us a lot on defense here in the last two or three weeks, and I love to watch Jake Cottle play. I mean, Jake, I I know he probably takes some plays off, but I've never I've never watched one. When I zero in on him, he is going full throttle. I just love to watch him play. Of course, Dylan's just so special, and I I know Dylan. These college coaches are a lot smarter than I am, but I love to see him with that ball in his hands. He's got the best hands. I think he is such a threat on offense. I think he looks like that number eighty four for Florida, or what his name is. But he's just a, such a matchup problem. Uh, for people there, and when I mean, he, he he's special, and Christian, you know, you talk about Tate being hurt, but also Christian was hurt last year. Think of, think you, 
Italian Christians on that team last year. I mean, that team could have made a, a, even a further run than what we did. And even if it hadn't been raining that night, we, I think we'd have won that game. We lost. But, the monsoon. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 yeah, we, the cover's not bad. I don't – one thing I'm very excited about, I think the program set up for some success. I'm, and I'm not saying state championship. So people listening don't say, Mr. Markham said we're going to win the state championship. No, you got, things have to go your way. That's why we've only won two in the history of our school. You have to be good and have to have some luck too. But I don't see happening what happened in 2016 again. You know, 2016, we had 27 seniors. That next year, we had one kid that came back that ever started a game. That's right. And that's why we went through the rebuilding. And I mean, Coach Strain and I sat down, and we knew we was going to have a couple of bad years. And I told him, I'm with you. We're going to get through this, and we're going to have some good years on the other side. We're, we're on the other side now. I don't see – we're not going to drop back because we do have a foundation of some kids coming for the next few years. So we're set up for a good run, I think. What would it mean to – the Hanley family and the city of Roanoke to win number three today. Oh, it'd be big. It, it would be so big, especially because uh, uh, we've got our work cut out tonight, today, because this is a road game for us, and at Gordo's 23 miles. You know, you got to remember, I'm a West Alabama boy. I'm from Fayette County, and so I'm very familiar with Gordo and their tradition. They have a strong fan base. I mean, it's a football school. They've won state championships. They've been been three and two a first time they've been in four a. But they're gonna have a they're gonna have a lot of people here. And I've been telling the Hanley people, well, we're gonna travel too. I said we got our work cut out. So for us to win a, a game against a team that's of Gordo stature with them basically having a home game as far as the proximity of their school, man, it would be big. And uh, uh, it's just for this community. I want to say this, Adam, I don't know if we get ready to wind down. I want to thank you and high school sports for the professional job that you guys do. I want to thank you for the contributions financially that you make back to our program. That, that's what a lot of people may not realize. You guys give back to the program, and uh, we haven't had other people to do that, and I appreciate what you do, and y'all, y'all just do a great job, and uh, uh, I, I really do appreciate what you do because in West Kansas, you'd be proud of it. And we know how much you and I feel about West, but West's big thing is he wanted a professional product that was put out there, not just something out there trying to make some money. So I appreciate you carrying on his legacy. Well, we get carried away a little bit. We're, we can't deny that we're Hanley homers, but uh, we try to well, do you it. You better be. Yeah, we, <laughs> we try to do it in a way, in, in a professional way. But uh, uh, and Chris May's boom has become uh, become famous. Even my wife was uh, was hollering boom the other day uh, and everything. But uh, you know, Chuck, we appreciate you and and the coaches and everybody in in the Hanley family for for the things that you've allowed us to do and and help you guys with as well. And and you mentioned West Kenzie. I can't help but think about sitting here in Bryant-Denny Stadium and Wes, the big Alabama fan that he is, and I know he's smiling. Amen, no doubt. He's looking down on us and he's proud. Last words ever said to him, he was go Hanley. Have a ton of stuff, but not enough room? Let Randolph County Mobile Homes help. We have the perfect storage shed or building for you. Structures made from wood or metal, up to 12 by 28 feet. Visit Randolph County Mobile Homes today and let their caring staff help you through every step of purchasing your new storage structure, including free delivery and setup. Randolph County Mobile Homes, Highway 431 in Roanoke. All right, welcome back here. We are coming to the conclusion of the halftime show. the award-winning Hanley High School marching band. We helped them out with their video. Uh, it was on the jum- Jumbotron. They put uh, both of the bands up. Uh, and uh, I, I 
told the iSchool Sports group in our text that uh, the iSchool Sports logo made the Jumbotron at uh, Bryant-Denny Stadium. Hanley leads this one by one point, 21-20 at the half. And uh, Chris May uh, got some stats for us, uh, if you'll uh, kind of run them down at, at the half. Yeah, of course our scores, uh, the Hanley Tigers leading 21-20 to here at the half. Uh, first downs, Gordo 9, Hanley 11. Uh, rushing yards, Gordo uh, 12 attempts for 62 yards. Hanley Tigers 28 attempts for 114. Passing yards, uh, 157 for Gordo, 44 for your Tigers. Uh, total offense, uh, Gordo is going to lead away with that, 31 plays. Uh, 219, Hanley 38 plays for 158. Time of possession, uh, Hanley uh, 2-1 to uh, uh, in time of possession, 16-52 to Gordo's uh, 708. Uh, just some individual stats. Tay Meadows uh, carried the ball 20 times for 95 yards and two TDs, average a, a four and a half or 4.4 yards per carry. Uh, Evan Cofield's 4 of 9 for 35 yards. Uh, Tanner Bailey, uh, 7 of 18 for 150 yards and one TD. Uh, also, they're, they're running back Rashawn Williams, uh, eight carries for 56 yards. So, um, uh, other than time and possession, all things pretty pretty equal as far as the stat line there. Uh, just got to come out handy. Gets the ball, as we talked about, going into half. Uh, Going to get the ball <clears throat> first drive uh, coming out of the locker room. So, um, uh, need to establish uh, their dominance again. Uh, kind of maybe towards the end of the second quarter, uh, Gordo carried all that momentum in, into the locker room with the, with a late score with uh, under 10 seconds to, to play in the first half. So uh, Hanley needs to, to, to grab that momentum, get this crowd back into it here, and uh, and just seize the moment, uh, put together a drive, put points on the board. There you go. All right, uh, we're going to step aside. We'll be back with our second half kickoff coming up right after this. Come into a family-friendly atmosphere at Lowry Drugs and Gifts, a full-service pharmacy offering unique, fun, and memorable gift items, women's and children's clothing, even a bridal registry. You will find a pharmacist eager to share their expert knowledge, and if your doctor prescribes a medicine that your insurance won't pay for, they will gladly offer you a covered equivalent. For your convenience, a covered drive-through is also offered. Lowry Drugs and Gifts, 3705 Highway 431, Roanoke, Alabama, 863-6337. There's a little oasis at the intersection of Highway 431 and South Main Street in Roanoke. They call it Corner One. Locals know it as a place to drop by for a cold fountain drink and a snack, and as a place for some friendly conversation from what's the weather going to do to Henley Athletics. Corner One is kind of like country come to town. It has the feel of the old community mom and pop gas stations. Owner John Glass sees to that. There are lots of places to get gas and snacks in these parts, but only one Corner One. Stop by and fuel up today. Corner One, intersection of Highway 431 and South Main in Roanoke. Need an update on your fall clothes? Let Shepherd's Jewelry in Roanoke help you with a new piece of fashion jewelry to complement your outfit. Necklaces, bracelets, earrings, and rings for fall that are sure to give you a whole new look for very little money. Shepherd's Jewelry carries jewelry pieces for Hanley, Wadley, Woodland, Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, JSU, Troy, and South Alabama. Get that piece just right to wear to games. Stop by Shepherd's Jewelry to see what's new. Some things change, but not First Bank, where quality customer service remains the same. First Bank's Go Mobile app, allowing customers access to their accounts on the go. Home loans with longer terms, no minimum loan amounts, all types of loans you need service from the local branches. Just another reason you'll like banking with us. First Bank in Roanoke on Highway 431 next to Burger King, 
and branches in Wadley, Hollis Crossroads, Rockford, and Goodwater. You'll like banking with us, member FDIC. This iSchool Sports production is powered by the Knowles Group. For all of your investment and financial needs, call 205-414-7459. All right, back here, ready for our second half of kickoff. Uh, Chris, tell the trivia question again. We've already got a winner, but give it one more time. All right. uh, of course, the, the Hanley Tigers were here at Bryant-Denny Stadium, 2011, won the blue map in 3A classification. The question was, who was the most valuable player of the 2011 championship game? Who was the most valuable player of that particular ball game in 2011? From Hometown Pizza and Grill, onside kick. Hold on just a second. And it's uh, caught by Hanley, C.J. Allen. Hanley will get to excellent field position at about the uh, 46. Hometown Pizza and Grill, Widawi in the Widawi Village Shopping Center. Bobby and Alicia Nobley are the owners of it, uh, the brand-new owners of it. And uh, they are going to give away a $20 gift certificate. Will Crenshaw. Will Crenshaw got the right answer, and uh, he's the winner. Well, do you want me to give the answer? Give the answer. <laughs> the, the most valuable player of the 2011 championship game was Duran Zachary. On the first down play, Meadows off the right side, got running room. He explodes close to uh, – where are they going to spot him? About, about, the 40, about the 49. Well, no, no. about the 47. Hmm. I thought he got more yards than yeah. that on it, uh, kind of deceiving. But uh, going to give him about four, second down and six. Just underway here in our OK Tire Store. Third quarter, oil changes, brakes and alignments, all kinds of auto service and tires that fit any budget. OK Tire Store, 431 in Roanoke, bringing you our third quarter. Meadows reverses, or Cofield reverses out, hands it off to Meadows, and he is drilled behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and big uh, 62, I Kelton Bird, nose tackle, 375 pounds. He hasn't played as many snaps. Uh, today as, as he has in past games film we watched, but uh, he blew that play up there uh, in the middle, and uh, he's a big guy, uh, six, six one, 375 pounds. He's, he's a handful uh, to take care of in the middle of that defense. Loss of one on the play. That'll bring up third and seven now, just underway here in our third quarter. Trips receivers come over here to the near side of the field as Hanley moves right to left. Meadows in the backfield with Evan Cofield, your quarterback, out of the gun. Meadows to his right. Straight drop back pass. Cofield looking for a receiver down the oh. sideline. In and out of the hands of Meadows, and it goes incomplete. Yeah, the wheel route had, had uh, Tate Meadows coming out of the backfield, uh, wheeled out to the, to the far side of the field and uh, just off his fingertips. Well-thrown ball uh, by Evan Cofield. Uh, Meadows just not able to secure it, and he had a lot of, a lot of open field in front of him. He had it. some green grass there. Evan threw that right in the window. Yep. Ty Fettner in to punt now to Gordo. One man back, low snap. Fettner gets it off the turf, but that one is going to be uh, kicked out of bounds, and Gordo going to get excellent field position. Let's see where they're going to finally mark it. Going to be somewhere around the neighborhood of the 45-yard line. Yeah, just off the side of his foot. Low snap, I uh, had to deal with that, uh, did Ty Fettner, and then just kind of rushed the punt, uh, went off the side of his foot, and then uh, – Greenway is going to be set up here with uh, uh, excellent field position at midfield. Ball is going to be spotted uh, at midfield. Yep, right at midfield here for Gordo's opening possession of the third quarter. 10.30 to go in the third quarter. Hanley leads this one by one, 21-20. to 20. 
Thanks to everybody for listening to us uh, today as we bring you this 4A state championship game for our Hanley Tigers. Little bump pass to number three, Oglin. Yeah, well, well executed play. Uh, you know, just a little bump pass, like you said, a little shuffle pass touch, to Oglin. Touch pass, Touch yeah. pass out, out in front of him there, and then Oglin was able to get the corner and get turned. Uh, and he, Jumeriquai Lewis came up to, to make the stop and force him out of bounds, but uh, he made Jumeriquai uh, pay on that particular stop. But uh, well designed, well executed play there. Second down and three now for Gordo inside Hanley territory at the 44. Back to pass is your quarterback. He completes it. On an out route, complete to Billups, and that'll pick up a first down at about the 35, 36-yard line. And that's about the second or third time they've completed that out route to Billups out here on the edge. He just runs out there uh, about five to eight yards and then uh, straight to the to the boundary and sits down. And, uh, of course, Bailey's throwing to an area. He's actually delivering the ball before Billups breaks out of his route. Uh, just executed play, well executed. Trips to the far side of the field. Hand off up the middle to Williams, and he is met right at the line of scrimmage by a pair of Hanley yeah, defenders. No, nothing doing there. Matt Towers, Brian Joyner converge uh, along that line of scrimmage there to bring uh, uh, Rashad Williams down for no gain. So second down and 10 from the Hanley 35. Gordo with the football. Moving left to right. Ball over here on the near hash mark. Nine and a half to go here in the third quarter. Hanley leading 21 to 20. Trips to the far side of the field. Pistol formation now for your quarterback, Tanner Bailey. Movement along the front line. And that hard count, uh, Lon mentioned it earlier. Bailey gets up there and sees defense, let them get set, and then that hard count. Jake Cottle going to be tagged with a penalty there offsides, and he's just he's trying to get an edge there so he can get to Bailey, uh, but he's got to be disciplined. He knows uh, you know, he's had a half of listening to that hard count. From Bailey, he's got to got to be more disciplined than that. Uh, can't afford to give yards away. Nope. Second down and five now for Gordo. Trips to the far side. Ball near hash. Bailey once again with that hard count. Fakes the handoff. This time he slings it out in the flats. Oh. Complete. Juggled up in the air. And I, I believe they got to call that one incomplete. I don't believe that he ever had possession of the football. Yeah, he juggled it from the from the get go, but it looks like they're gonna they're gonna call it a catch. Mm, if it's a catch, then it's a fumble. <laughs> they recovered it, but all right, they're gonna give him co- completion for a couple of yards. Third down and three now. Big play for the Hanley defense. Yeah, and movement and uh, looked like the left tackle for Gordo jumped off sides. Yeah, it looked like 55 Will Spain playing left tackle for him today, and uh, uh, he's going to rock back in that stance. Had uh, uh, Brian Joyner over there lined up across from him, and uh, you know Brian was teed off, ready to go, and he's just trying to get that extra step in his pass set, uh, and and the hand of defense is going to be the beneficiary of that penalty there. All right, trips. Receivers over here to the near side of the field for Gordo on offense. Lone wide out on the far side of the field, running back to the left of Tanner Bailey, the quarterback. Third down and about eight. Bailey back to pass, trying to set up a screenplay, and that one's broken up by the defensive line for the Hanley Tigers, and it goes incomplete. Well read by Brian Joyner. He just stayed at home, 
did what he needed to do, recognized they were trying to set up the screen and uh, and blew that play up. Good job by Brian Joyner. Yes. Uh, decision time. Yeah. Fourth down. Well, we got a second. Uh, special shout-out to Reliance Realty with Miss uh, Weta and uh, Paula Lambert. Listen, so go, go thank them. And they said they wanted to hear some more Reliance Realty scoring recaps. They sure did. I do, too. All right, fourth down and eight. Gordo keeps the offense on the field. Trips to the go. near side of the field. Back to pass. Slant route across the middle. It's complete to Billups, and he's got first down yardage to about the 18. Yeah. Bailey just threaded the needle there. We had about four defenders there. He threaded that needle and got the ball to Billups on the slant route uh, to pick up that first down. I mean, that's that's just a – what do you say? I just made a play. So, it'll be first down and 10 inside the 20. They'll spot it at the 18, right between the hash marks in the middle of the field. Two buys both sides. Williams to carry right up the middle, and he's going to rumble forward to about the 15-yard line. They had him hit initially there by Christian Jones uh, at the line or behind the line of scrimmage. You've got to do a better job. Got to wrap him up, bring him down. He's not as probably a physical as back as we've seen uh, over the course of this season. So, uh, got to do a better job once you get there, uh, get to your destination from that linebacker position. You've got to bring that guy down, not let him pick up that uh, three or four yards after first contact. Single receiver both sides now for Gordo out of the pistol. Bailey fakes it this time, looking for receivers downfield. Under He's control. going down. Down. Yeah. Boom. Dylan Brooks, Jake Cottle. That's baby. right. Finally got to him. Finally got to him. That's what we needed to do uh, to stall this drive because they were driving at him. I think they were about to, and they still may, but uh, that's, that's huge air. First time we've gotten to Bailey. And now that we know we can do it, we can get to him and take him down. He'll remember that. We said during the break, Hanley need a big play, so hopefully that's the big play that helps him out for sure. Now an official's timeout on the field. It's going to be third down and 24 now for Gordo. Sideline warning called against uh, Gordo. Ball spotted all the way back at the 31-yard line. They can pick it up uh, first down at about the eight. So it's going to be third down and 21, or excuse me, third down and 24 with 6.50 to go here in the third quarter. Hanley on top by one point in the championship game. Winner gets the blue map. Trips to the near side, empty backfield for Bailey as twins receivers on that far side of the field. Straight drop back pass. Tanner rolls this way, looking for receivers, and that one is incomplete. Don't see any penalty flags, and he had some heavy pressure. He did. Dylan Brooks came off the edge. He just took that offensive tackle and drove him straight back. Number 58, Bennett, just drove Bennett straight back into Bailey and got a paw on him, couldn't bring him down, but it forced Bailey out of the pocket uh, and forced his receivers off their route and not able to connect with them down the field. Jamariquai Lewis in defense of that play uh, on Billups. Might have could have called a hold against Dylan right there, but nonetheless. All right, that's going to bring up fourth down and 24 from the 31. Trips to the near side, a single receiver over on the far side. Bailey, your quarterback, gets a snap and false start called against Gordo. Yeah, got him thinking across along that offensive front, Adam. Uh, getting a little jumpy uh, with the rush we've been able to mount here. 
and uh, getting a little jump in and jumping there. Looks like Gordo's going to bring on their punt team and uh, try to pin Hanley deep. Neil does the punting. And let's see what uh, the Tigers do here on this punt. Jamiroquai and Quade Lewis both going back deep. And now they're going to bring Jamiroquai up, uh, probably in a safe punt defense here for the Tigers. Quade settles in back at about the 10. He gets the punt off, angle toward this side, takes a bounce at the 10, and takes a Hanley roll, rolls all the way back out to the 13, and that's where the Tigers of Hanley going to uh, have this offensive possession here. Yeah. Make one thing a note, the punter, uh, Neil, is also the backup quarterback. He's actually the quarterback that filled in for Bailey those yep. four or five weeks he was out. So keep that in the back of your mind if you get in a situation um, – you know that uh, he is the backup quarterback, so and he's a, he's a good well, athlete. Well, we've already seen it on our side too, yeah. because Ty Fetner right. is also a quarterback for the Correct. Tigers, and, and and we tried a fourth down pass as as well. Exactly, it was complete. It just wasn't enough to get the first down. So there's a timeout taken on the field. Six twenty eight to go here in our third quarter. The Tigers of Hanley twenty one, Gordo twenty. You're listening to the official home of the Hanley Tigers, the iSchool Sports Network. Hey everyone, this is T.A. After Hurricane Zeta blew through our area, I found myself with tons of pecans down. And with that many on my hands, I contacted Brand Futural down at Futural Farms about his cracking and shelling service. Futural Farms can crack and shell your pecans in one easy process. They are open Monday through Friday only for drop-off and pickup after 5 p.m. They're open all day on Saturday from 8 to 5. Get your pecans cracked and shelled at Futural Farms. Also selling pecan halves and pieces by the pound. Call 256 256- 449-9608 or email Carla at futurefarms.com. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. First and 10 for the Hanley Tigers with the football at the 13-yard line, their own 13, leading by one here in the 4A state championship game. Adam Slade, Chris May, Lon Hurst, Bryant Whaley, all in the house tonight uh, at uh, Bryant-Denny Stadium, or this afternoon, I should say. For the 4A state championship game, Hanley with the football with a one-point lead, 6.28 to go in the third. Evan Cofield, your quarterback, out of the shotgun. Tate Meadows, the running back, standing just to the left of him. Single receivers on both sides. Meadows on the stretch play off the right side. That's Got the one running room. Still Let's going. Go, Keep going. Yeah, and Meadows is finally run out of bounds inside Gordo territory at the 45-yard line. That's the big play that we've been looking That's for right. on first down. We were talking about it out of the break <laughs> or during the break that we needed to play ahead of the chains. Again, the, the impressive run there. I mean, good blocking at the point of attack to get Tay Meadows to the second level, and he was hit from the side, hit from the side and kept his balance, kept moving forward to pick up that first bank first down. Just an impressive offensive play. All the way around. First bank, first down now for the Tigers at the 45 of Gordo. 
This time, same play coming to the near side of the field. Meadows on his feet. He rumbles inside the 40 right behind his offensive line. Great blocking. Yeah, another strong, robust run there by Tate Meadows on first down to pick up uh, about six yards uh, on the first down carry. Uh, seems like this it's, offense has got in, in, in rhythm here. Up. i got to stand up. How, yeah. how many yards at halftime did Meadows have? Yeah, 90 95 yards, 95 yards 95 at yards. 20 carries. All right, pistol formation now. Double wing for the Tigers. And the double wings are on the one side. And they're going to go to that stretch play, two Meadows right off that side. And uh, nothing doing there. Maybe yep. lose a yard. Yeah, they had his number there, Adam. Uh, good job by the, the Green Wave defense just to stretch that play to the boundary. Uh, trying to get Meadows uh, to the corner where he can get north and south. Just not able to do so there. Hey, that last big play has jumped Meadows up to 140 yards on 24 attempts. has bring his average up to 5.8 yards a carry. So he, he's running like a man on a mission, as Coach Strain said in his preview show. And that's uh, our Mike Fields man up here in the booth with us. Bryant Whaley brought to you by Mike Fields Body Shop, 123 Industrial Avenue, 863-2702. Call Mike Fields Body Shop. Third down and five for the Hanley Tigers inside Gordo territory. Meadows gets it. No, that's Evan Cofield's going to keep it. Still fighting for yards. He's got first bank, first down inside the 35. They'll spot it at the 33. And that's the senior quarterback right there, Adam. It wants a win. Evan Cofield just lowers his head, bulls his way forward. Those big guys, uh, Brian Joyner, Jake Cottle get over there behind him and uh, Mod Staples, Matt Towers, Carzavier, Laurie get in there and just get that push and get behind him. Jake Cottle falls right in behind him and drives Evan Cofield forward uh, to pick up that first bank first down. They'll spot it at the Gordo 33. <clears throat> Pistol formation for Cofield and the offense. Stretch play off that right side. Meadows bounces it to the outside, down the far sideline, lowers his shoulder. Going to be close to another first down. I believe he's got another first bank first down at about the 20. An excellent lead blocking out on the edge by, by Christian Jones. He gets out there. Uh, Tate Meadows gets in his hip pocket. He just grabbed him. You watch it. He gets on his hip pocket right there and gets the corner turn uh, to pick up that first bank first down. Some things change, but not at First Bank. Quality customer service remains the same. You'll like banking with us. First Bank in Roanoke next to Burger King, member FDIC. Ball right at the 20-yard line. 4.22 to go here in our third quarter. Meadows to the left of Cofield this time. Off the right side, Meadows with some running room, still on his feet, spins out of a tackle, and he's going to pick up a couple of tough yards. Yeah, tough run in there by Tate Meadows. Same set, had the double butt sniffers over here on, on the near side of the field, run away from the strength, Adam, uh, to the backside. Uh, picks up a, a, about three yards. I think they're going to give him about three yards uh, on the on the first down carry. And, Chris, explain to our listeners the butt sniffer, what, what Coach Strang talks about, what, what that actually is. It, it's basically two up backs. You know what an H back or an up back is. And normally uh, the sets that Hanley run, they put one on either side behind the offensive tackles. In that particular set, we've run it quite a bit here today. Uh, he puts them on the, both side, the same side to create strength, strength in numbers on that one side get a bunch of lead blockers out front. Uh, we've run to that strength, and we've also run away from it uh, on that last particular play. Gordo's challenging the play for something. I have no idea why he's challenging this All right, or well, what he's challenging. All right, well, I tell you what, guys, while they do that and challenge it, 4 to go here in our third quarter. Hanley leads 21-20. to We'll step aside. We'll f come back with an explanation right after this. 
We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings we bring to you and your kin. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Merry Christmas from Southern Union. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. All right, uh, they're still uh, conferring, uh, trying to uh, – and we're still unclear what the challenge was for. And, Lon, you may have to take your headsets off and listen to the explanation because I can't hear him. Or or turn that crowd mic back up. Uh, Let's let's see what we can hear from that. Maybe nobody's over there talking. Nonetheless, Gordo challenged – Something on the play. On the yeah. play, we're not sure exactly uh, what it is. Gordo players coming back out on the field. They're moving the ball back, so whatever it was, maybe it was delay game. Yeah, I mean, were we running? Delay game. Delay game. Okay, so the play clock. Okay, we got it. So it's going to be delay game against Handley. Penalty called against the Tigers. Delay of the game. Second down. No, now, first down. For, excuse me. First down back at the 25-yard uh, line. 4.04 to go here in the third quarter. Hanley leading 21-20 to 20 and on the move. Dylan Brooks going to be your wide out. Uh, yep. Over on the far side of the field. He's going to go all the way over near the sideline over there. Jordan West hadn't called his name much on offense. He's wide out to the near side of the field. Ball over here on the near hash as Hanley moves right to left. Christian Jones and Aiden Robertson will be those uh, double butt sniffers, as as Chris explained in this uh, formation. Meadows right now will line up to the left of Evan Cofield, your quarterback who operates out of the gun. They put 18 seconds back on the clock, back to 422. Okay. So the play clock expired before they got the snap off. That is the penalty. Now the white hat is ready, signals the ball in play. So first down and 15 now from the 25. Cofield calls his own number right up the middle, still on his feet, driving forward inside the 20, close to about the 17. Yeah, smart play by Evan Cofield. Reading that defensive end, faked a handoff over to Tay Meadows off the right side of that end, bid on it. Uh, really quick, and uh, five Terrell uh, Mayberry came up the field, and uh, Evan just pulled the ball uh, from Tate Meadows and advanced it upfield for uh, for about about eight yards on on the first down carry. Second down and six, 3:52 to go here in the third quarter. Tigers with a one point lead, 21 to 20. And they look to the far sideline to get the play, and now Hanley is going to take a timeout. 3.42 to go here in the third quarter. Second down and six coming uh, out of the timeout. Uh, and, and, Chris, they took that uh, just trying to make sure this is crucial. 
They need to get the, the right play and the right personnel in, and that's why Coach Strain took that timeout. Exactly. It's a well-spent timeout. You're down here in the red zone. you got to make sure you got the right play dialed up, uh, the right personnel package on the field. And you don't want to get in a situation where you're scrambling on the sideline trying to, you know, once you decide what you want to call and get in the play. We, we paid for it uh, with a delay of game penalty just a few minutes ago. They was, the play came in a little late, and, and Evan not able to get the, the snap in time but uh yeah they're just making sure um looking at the playbook looking at the 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 trends and the the stat sheet there and figuring out what they want to call here the blocking scheme they want to do that's right hey adam a quick um shout out david battle say he messaged you at fedex and he's listening (laughs) from south carolina david that's uh david david battle that's lewis lewis's brother yep older brother all right handley back on the field Second down and six, 342 to go. Inside Gordo territory, ball is placed at the 17-yard line. Brooks wide out, far side of the field. Jordan West over here to the near side. Cofield out of the gun, high snap. And Cofield keeps it right up the middle, running room. Inside the 10, still on his feet. And I believe he's got enough for another first bank, first down. He did. It's got going to be several late flags come in, but another another excellent read by Evan Cofield. What is the the penalty? Anybody got an got an idea? I think it's on Matthew Towers and it's on us, unless Gordo retaliated, maybe. That's on. It's going to be yeah, us. It's the Gordo players uh, pointing uh, Hanley's way like it is going to be a penalty. It is a personal foul penalty called against the Tigers. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, got, got to be smart here. And uh, we watched the replay on the jumbo trying there. Uh, it was warranted. The penalty was warranted. It's a legit penalty, but uh, got to be smart. You know, along that, that offensive front, you get caught up in the game, uh, driving the ball there and trying to protect your quarterback, uh, but you got to be smart when you do it. Folks, we got uh, we got people listening to us uh, all over the country today. Uh, Lisa Osley Bowring. Uh, listening uh, to us uh, in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Wish you well, Lisa. Thank you for listening and tuning in today. Second down and 12 now for the Tigers. 21-20. Hanley in the lead. 3.34 to go in the third quarter. And, you know, Larry talked about Towers. Hmm? Um... But Towers being nasty in his playing, well, you know they watch film. Oh, and yeah. they said, hey, let's let's see if we can push him a little. So, All right, let's change things because he picked up a first down on the play, so it is first down again. Cofield calls his own number. He fakes the handoff to Meadows, and he's going to rumble forward for one yard. So at, the play was a dead ball, personal foul called against Hanley, which backed him up, but he had picked up the first, first down, down, so it was first down and 10 on that play. Not much doing there. Maybe pick up about a yard uh, on that first down carry. Good job there along that defensive uh, uh, front for the Greenway. Give him a yard on the play. Second down and nine. Ball is at the 22-yard line. Over here to the near hash. Maurice Cameron and Brooks, your wideouts on the far side of the field. Dequavius Lawrence to the near side of the field. Cofield back to pass under some pressure, and he's going to scramble forward, still on his feet, and fighting for yards. He gets it inside the 20 to about the 18. 
Yeah, trying to go down the field with it and uh, just nothing developing downfield. Nevin Cofield, again, that's the benefit of having a senior quarterback. Doesn't panic, just tucks it down, picks up what he can, uh, lived uh, to play another down, brings up third and five. Really, really manageable here. So a smart play, heads up play by Evan. Yeah, picked up four on it, so it'll be third and five from the 18. <laughs> Jerry Huddleston said he's listening to us. In the basement in Widawi this afternoon. Cofield underneath center. Toss sweep to Meadows around the right end. Trying to get to the corner. He gets to the edge. And he's going to be run out of bounds somewhere in the neighborhood of the 10. But I believe it's enough for a first bank first down. Yeah, I think it's just a sprint to, to the pylon there, Adam, uh, to the line of game. He does pick up the first bank first down. Had several lead blockers out on the edge there. And he just kind of got behind that wall and able to turn the corner. And, uh, and pick up that first bank first down. They're going to spot it at the 11, so Hanley can get another first down here at the one. Trips to the near side of the field. Cofield right up the middle of the field. There he is. Boom! in the end zone. Touchdown, Hanley. Touchdown. Oh, in. hold the phone, hold the phone, no. hold the phone. He was in. Once he breaks play. They're saying... The ball came loose and went out of the back of the end zone. No indication yet from the official that it was a touchdown. There it is. I guarantee you're going to see a challenge flag, right. though, folks. That's right. Well, they, don't, they don't have to challenge this. They're going to review it automatically. Yeah. But just another smart decision. That drive, Evan Cofield made uh, so many smart decisions with the ball uh, in the read option game and another one there. Uh, pulled it, called his own number, made several uh, defenders miss. Uh, and able to get it uh, into the end zone. Our emergency medical transport point after attempt. Oh. That's touchdown. All right, hold the phone, folks. Yeah, it's going to be reviewed. I think he would have broken the plane. The challenge flag comes out. The ruling on the field is touchdown. Yeah. So they got to see enough to overturn that. Yep. Gordo is excited because uh, they think that uh, he did not break the plane, and uh, I think he was. I think the ball was at the plane right there. Yeah, it's hard to tell that banner at the bottom of the jumbotron, that last shot, uh, to be able to tell. But that's not right down the end zone yeah. line, yeah. so yeah. I don't know. They don't have the pylon camera, so it's going to be hard to, hard to tell. Uh, from our angle, so I'm not even going to speculate. Shout out to the guys at Farm Boys Restaurant in Roanoke. Uh, got 12 people listening to us uh, down there at, at uh, Farm Boys. Bill, thank you for uh, letting us know. Trailer Health and Rehab. Crystal Rushton listening. They're listening in the admin office, so a shout out to Trailer Health and Rehab. We're going to take a timeout while they review it. Uh, and see if it's a touchdown. We'll be back with more right after this. Every team knows that the two-point play can be a winning move, and that's why State Farm agent Ken Seifert and his team are here to help you go for two by combining your home and auto insurance. It's a great call that saves you time and money, so go for the win. Score savings by combining your home and auto. It's just another way we're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ken Seifert at 334-863-2610 today. Well, you hear the Gordo fans uh, on their feet. The ruling uh, on the field is reversed. 
The ball went out of the end zone. They're ruling a fumble from uh, Cofield, and uh, that will negate the touchdown, but uh, Gordo gets the football at the 20. Yeah, and that was uh, an impressive drive to, to be capped off that way. It looked like he had uh, broken the plane to me uh, before the ball. He lost possession of the ball, but nonetheless, uh, they're going to call that touchdown uh, back, give possession to the green wave uh, at the, their own 20-yard line. They'll operate out of the pistol formation. Pair of receivers over on the left side and uh, twins over here to the near side. Back to pass. They quick, throw it out quickly uh, in the flats. It's complete to Billups, and uh, he's going to get minimal yardage on it. Yeah, that looks like uh, number eight, C.J. Allen, is going to be credited with that tackle, but Jamaica Lewis made that play. He just kind of blew the blocks up. There he recognized the screen coming and held his ground. Uh, and Billups had nowhere to go. C.J. Allen comes in, uh, finishes him off. Give him one on the play to the 21, second down and nine. Same formation, pistol with a running back behind the quarterback with twins on both sides. Second and nine for Gordo. Tanner Bailey, your quarterback. Now man comes in motion. They run that little jet sweep to him, and they hand it off to him, and nothing doing. Well read by the Hanley defense, no gain. Yeah, great recognition up front there by the Hanley defense. Brian Joyner. Uh, just staying at home, uh, uh, not giving up any ground, and uh, met Billups as he tried to to turn up field there. Uh, good job by Brian Joyner. If I'm a betting man, I guarantee you about to throw the slant. As his go-to, he's been going to every time he needs major yards. Third, we'll third down and eight now for Tanner. This would be a huge play to get the ball right back. It would. It would. Give Hanley good field position. So a big defensive play here for the Tigers. Same formation. Twins both sides out of the pistol. Back to pass is your quarterback under a little bit of pressure right down the middle. And yeah. Jay Haynes, oh. broken up by Jay Haynes, almost intercepted. Yeah. It would have been a great one. Had, had it in his hands. Uh, nonetheless, great defensive play by Jay uh, to knock the ball down. Had opportunity there to possibly intercept it, but that's going to bring up fourth down here. Uh, and Hanley should come away with this uh, with excellent field position, Adam. And, and we've, we've done our job with that quarterback. He is not as comfortable as he wants to be. And he's throwing passes a little bit off. Quade and Jamiroquai Lewis deep to receive at about the 45-yard line. Hanley should get excellent field position. No pressure on the punter. And that kick goes out of bounds. Hanley going to get really good field position. It went out of bounds somewhere around the 40-yard line inside Gordo territory. They're still going, baby. Yeah. 30. Uh, 35. 35. First and 10 for the Hanley Tigers. Yeah, we had Jake Kyle and Christian Jones that did pressure the punter, and that could have forced him to, to, to shank the kick as he did. And uh, going to set this offense up uh, with great field position. Maybe they can capitalize, put that last drive out of your mind. I mean, they went – uh, 13 plays, 87 yards, and then fumbling out of the back of the end zone. So they put together an impressive drive. Uh, need to do it for 35 yards here and put points on the board uh, this go-around. Tenth drive of the ball game for the Hanley Tigers. All right, double butt sniffer formation for the Tigers with Meadows to the left of Evan Cofield, your quarterback. Meadows off the right side on his feet, powering forward inside the uh, 30-yard line. They're going to spot it somewhere around the 27. Seven. Yeah, just a strong run there. Just yeah, we're not trying to uh, disguise anything here. We're lining up. We're running straight at them. Uh, if they're gonna beat us, they're gonna beat us along that line of scrimmage. And uh, those five guys along that front: uh, Staples, uh, Towers, Laurie, uh, Cottle, and uh, Joiner. 
just going to have to get with it here, dig deep, get some push at that point of attack, uh, and then let Tay Meadows do the rest once he gets through that uh, line of scrimmage. Gain of eight on that play. Ball over on the far hash. Hanley moves right to left. Cofield with a long snap count back there on the second down and two. Don't let it run out. And they're going to bring it to the end of the third quarter. That's the end of our third quarter, brought to you in part by OK Tire Store for auto service and tires for any budget. Highway 431 in Roanoke after three. Tigers of Hanley lead 21-20 over Gordo for a state championship. You're listening to the official home of your Hanley Tigers, the iSchool Sports Network. For all of your pharmaceutical needs, check out Emerging Home Care Pharmacy located on Highway 431 in beautiful downtown Roanoke, Alabama, where hometown services and great prices meet excellent health care. They provide injections, including flu, pneumonia, and the shingles shot, diabetes management, and education, custom fit orthotic shoes for diabetics and other foot problems, massage therapy by appointment, and yoga classes as well. Fast, efficient filling of your prescriptions. Stop by today and see what Emerging Home Care Pharmacy can do for you. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations. A bakery and a deli too. In the meat department every day, the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats at WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week. Every day, low prices from WM Grocery. Are you looking for a caregiver after a recent hospitalization? Short-term stays are available for all ages at Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community. Services offered independent living in spacious private one- and two-bedroom suites, private bath with call button for assistance, three dietitian approved nutritious meals served daily, 24-hour monitoring from our caring and trained staff. Visit TrailerHelp.com for more information. Moving to our fourth quarter, brought to you in part by Emergency Medical Transport. Since 1990, EMT, a fixture in Randolph County and surrounding areas, 24-7 response ready. They provide advanced life support or basic life support transport. EMT, phone number 863-7911. Second down and two for the Tigers from the 27-yard line inside Gordo territory. Moving left to right now. Meadows on the stretch play off the left side. He's got a first bank first down inside the 25, down at the 23. Yeah, just strong run there. Pulled both uh, Brian Joyner and Jake Cottle from the right side, lead blocking Jake. Had to kick out on the end. Brian Joyner leading the way up, up in the hole there, and Tate Meadows falls in behind and pick up that first bank first down. Home loans and longer terms, no minimum loan amount to all types of loans serviced by your local branch. Just another reason you'll like banking with us. First Bank next to Burger King in Roanoke, member FDIC. First and 10 from the 23 for the Tigers. Same formation they've been using. Meadows off the left side, following his blocks, squeezing in between Boom. players. Oh, touchdown. there he is, baby. He Touchdown! Touchdown! Hanley! Touchdown, Tay Meadows! He extends the Tiger lead! Same play we'd run the play before. Pulled both Jake Collins, Brian Joyner to the left side. Had uh, Jones and Aiden Robinson out front lead blocking. And then Tay Meadows just, once he got to that second level, he made a couple of green wave 
defenders miss and propelled itself into the end zone uh, for the score. That was a huge drive there, guys, huge. I can't keep my board up, guys, so I'm going to have to lay it down. Our emergency medical transport point after attempt coming up for the Hanley Tigers. Landon Bozeman does the snapping. Evan Cofield, the holder, burns the kicker. That kick is up, and the kick is good. The Tigers extend the lead 28-20 to over Gordo, 11-15 to go in this fourth and final quarter. You're listening to the home of the Hanley Tigers on the iSchool Sports Network. Hopetown Pizza and Grill is under new ownership and is located at Weedowie Village Shopping Center. We're open Wednesday and Thursdays from 11 to 8 and Friday and Saturday 11 to 9. We've got a full menu featuring pizza, wings, calzones, wraps, and sandwiches. Or come try some of our catfish, chicken fingers, or hamburger steaks. And best of all, don't leave without getting a dessert. Hometown Pizza and Grill is proudly live streaming today's 4A state championship game. So call in your order at 256-357-4992. Hometown Pizza and Grill in the Weedowie Village. All right, here you go, Paula Lambert. Our Reliance Realty Hanley Scoring Recap presented by your premier resource for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty, Bryant Whaley. Uh, three plays, 35 yards a minute, 31. Uh, the, and the kept everything off, Tay Meadows is up to 194 yards rushing right now. So we need him to keep on chugging. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit reliancerealestate.com, 334-863-2161. 11.15 to go in the fourth quarter. Burns approaches the kick. It's going to be a short kick. It's fair caught at the 33-yard uh, line where Gordo will set up shop. Yeah, what a, what a tremendous drive. Two back-to-back drives put together uh, by the Hanley offense. One, uh, of course, we know ended in fumble out of the end zone, not able to put points on the board there. Turned around. The defense made a, a great stop and uh, set uh, with a – uh, an errant punt by the Green Wave set our offense up with excellent field position, and then uh, Tate Meadows capped it off with a, a 23-yard TD uh, run. 23-yard TD run, and PAT was good by Caleb Burns and uh, Hanley Tigers leading here 28 to 20 with 11-14 left in the ball game. Ball at the 32. Bailey, your quarterback, out of the gun, back to pass, looking downfield, looking for a receiver. It's complete over here on the near sideline, wrestled out of bounds, pass complete to Oglin. Yeah, that out route he's completed it to Billups uh, three or four times today and then uh, connects with Oglin out on the boundary there uh, to, well, to, to advance for about nine yards on the first down carry. Second down and one. Gordo with the football trips to the far side, single receiver to the near side, pistol behind your quarterback. They give it to him right up the middle, and he is met right at the line of scrimmage, folks. He may even lose a half a yard. Yeah, excellent job. Brian Joyner just uh, just blowing up his block uh, there. The left tackle, Will Spain, 55, uh, and then Matt Towers coming down the line also to help finish him off there uh, and going to bring up third and short here for the Green Wave. Third down and one from the 41. Single receiver far side of the field will be Billups. Out of the pistol formation, Williams behind Bailey, the quarterback. Third and one. Long snap count. Hands it off to Williams, and he's got running room. Uh, He's going to be close to the first down. They spotted at about the 42. They may give him the 43. It's going to be close. He looks like the side judge is around the – Standing around the 42-yard line. I'll have to measure, I believe. Yep. (laughs) Challenges, measurements. Yeah. 
While we're waiting real quick, I uh, got a text from Ms. Shea Gillespie. She's saying the Rock Mills school and faculty and staff are all listening. So I want to shout out to Ms. Shea, Rock Mills, and everybody down there in the Rock Mills community. All Thank right. y'all. I got a shout out to my good buddy, Jordan Franklin, listening to us uh, from up in uh, Tennessee. Mm. And he is my dear friend. Yeah. It's, uh, they, they pick up the first down uh, by the nose of the football. Jordan, I hope you're having a great day. Thanks for listening to us, bud. Oh, boy, I bet Coach Lolly took a deep breath after that. You don't want to have to decide what you want to do with that. That's it. All right, here we go. First and ten for Gordo (laughs) from just across the 42-yard line. Single receivers both sides out of the pistol. Bailey back to pass, looking downfield now. Here it comes. Here it comes. Ball batted up in the air. Jordan West got his hand on it, and uh, Quade got a hand on it, uh, and it falls to the ground incomplete. Yeah, great defense in that play. Uh, Quade Lewis was uh, in lockstep with uh, Ogland down the sideline there, and Jordan West comes in at the last minute to to knock the pass down. Great job by uh, the two uh, secondary guys in Quade Lewis and Jordan West. It sure helped my feelings if they if they go ahead and pick it off and stuff, tip it up in the air and everything yes. else. Well, I saw it when they threw it. But. Second and ten. They're going to hand it off to Williams off the left side, and he breaks the line of scrimmage. He's going to pick up a couple of yards out to about the uh, <coughs> 45. Yeah, not much there. Good job there uh, along that defensive front. Just note last stat sheet we had come in uh, thus far, uh, that Hanley front's held this uh, – Green Wave offense to 49 yards rushing uh, on, on about 16 carries. That's the last stat sheet we got at the end of the third quarter. So uh, they're, they're, they're doing what they do, uh, have done all season long, uh, uh, keeping the run game in check. Third down and seven now from the 45. Play action pass. Bailey Rose to that side of the field. Broken up. Great defensive play by the Hanley Tiger defense. Not sure who it was uh, over Dequavius there. Dequavius launched. Great job by Dequavius come up. The ball was delivered by Bailey. Uh, two caps out on the edge is tied in, and Dequavius came in, uh, laid the lick, and uh, dislodged the ball. Great job by Dequavius. Fourth down and seven now, and I don't see the punter. Uh-uh. 8.52 to go in the game. Hanley with an eight-point lead, 28-20. to 20. Tanner Bailey and Gordo's offense stay on the field. Trips to the far side. A single receiver over here to the near side. Bailey back to pass, blown dead, and it looked like a false start. We'll have to wait for the official to make that call. Either. False start penalty. I got a shout out to uh, our first bank sponsor, Brother Jared Kirby, listening to us today. Jared, and we certainly appreciate uh, everything you guys at First Bank do. And while we have a second, speaking of First Bank, want to uh, send our thoughts and prayers to uh, Mr. Richard Laird, who's on my economic board, but he's also a big with the First Bank, but also prayers for Mr. Richard Laird during this time. Absolutely. Now they're in punt formation. Looked like he was going to fake it, then he punted it. Going to be fielded at about the 22-yard line, going to the far sideline, looking for some blockers is Quade Lewis, and he'll just step and run out of bounds at about the 27-yard uh, line, I believe, is where they're going to spot it. That was a strange, strange play. That punt. was. It looked like everybody, I, I don't know, was just kind of standing still, like uh, didn't know what uh, they wanted to do there. But uh, Neil did uh, go ahead and uh, boom a punt, and uh, Quade Lewis fielded it. Going to set the, the offense up in decent field position here. 
uh, at our own 27-yard line, and we need to sustain a drive like we have the last two offensive possessions, Adam, and uh, uh, try to break the, the Green Wave's will if you if you if you say uh, here, if you can, got, yeah. yeah, if you can, you you got a chance to to really uh, put some separation here and uh, and break their will to play. Cofield out of the gun, Meadows off the left side, just lowers his shoulders and gets what he can. Looks like he's going to get it out to about the uh, 30-yard line. Gain a three on that play. And this was yeah. kind of the game plan coming into oh, it. We, yeah. we knew we were going to have to keep the ball and keep it out of the hands exactly. of the Gordo offense. Exactly. And, we, and in, in the early going, uh, you know, we had a tough time doing that. Uh, we'd, we'd rattle off a, a play here or there, but – not any sustained drives of five and six minutes like we have here in the second half. And Meadows gets the carry once again. He gets it out across the 30 to about the 32, and it's going to set up uh, about a third down and three possession play for the Tiger offense. And it's going to be uh, more of the same here. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking on third down, we're just going to kind of grind this thing out, take as much time off the clock, play them with a lead, trying to you know, protect it. Don't want to get too conservative, uh, you know, but uh, – Want to try to keep moving those chains and, uh, you know, do what, what got you here, and that's running the ball, uh, controlling that line of scrimmage. And I'll check that. It's third down and five. It didn't give him the spot that I thought he got. So it'll be third down and five for the Tiger offense. Cofield out of the gun. Left side, Meadows looking for some running room. Breaks one oh, tackle, boy. spins off another tackle, and he's going to be close to another first bank first down. And I believe he's got the spot, Chris. Yeah, I think he does too, Adam. Just a strong run again. Uh, tremendous effort by Tay Meadows uh, getting upfield, uh, ran into a wall there and made the cut back inside uh, to get to the line of game. Uh, just great vision, great vision there uh, by Tay Meadows uh, to pick up that first bank first down. And that's a big first down for the Tigers. First and 10 now, 7.06, and the clock is rolling. Hey, got on that run, guys, Tay Meadows has now eclipsed 200 yards. He's at 2.06. Tough afternoon for him at the office. That's right. All right, here we go. First and 10 from the 39. High snap. Cofield's going to keep it. Got running room still on his feet out near midfield, and he's got another first bank first down for the Hanley Tigers. Again, just a tremendous uh, decision by uh, Evan Cofield reading that defense, and they they continue to bite on number two, Tate Meadows. And Evans making them pay for it, just right up that crease, right up the middle, the midline, uh, to pick up that uh, first bank, first down. And they'll actually give him forward progress to the 49 inside Gordo territory as the clock hits 625. Brooks is your wide out to the near side, a single receiver on the far side. Meadows to the left of Cofield this time. On the delay snap, Meadows mm -hmm. got some running room. He's got mm -hmm. a first down. He breaking tackles mm -hmm. along mm -hmm. the sideline. Ragging folks <laughs> down. First down at the Gordo 20 for the Tigers. What do you say? I, mean, I don't know. I've run out of adjectives to describe Tate Meadows, but that is just uh, an excellent run. Look at the balance, the, the vision, uh, the will, the want to. Uh, to, 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 to get to the line again, to pick up those yards. Uh, just an excellent run by Tay Meadows. Coach Strain talked to Tim and I Wednesday or Tuesday this week, and we did the interview. And, and 
he kind of hinted around that Tay Meadows was on a mission. He wouldn't say what it was, but he talked about a mission. Timeout taken on the field, 5.54 to go here in our fourth and final quarter. Hanley leads 28-20. We'll be back right after this. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna Zero Turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna Zero Turn more better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com At Tanner, we care about your health, so please wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, especially before eating, after bathroom breaks, blowing your nose, and after coughing or sneezing. If soap and water aren't available, use a hand sanitizer. Avoid touching your face with unwashed hands. Clean and disinfect surfaces and objects often. Cover your coughs and sneezes with a tissue or the crook of your elbow. Avoid people who are sick and stay home when you are sick except to get medical care. See more ways to stay well online at Tanner.org. Need an update on your fall clothes? Let Shepherd's Jewelry in Roanoke help you with a new piece of fashion jewelry to complement your outfit. Necklaces, bracelets, earrings, and rings for fall that are sure to give you a whole new look for very little money. Shepherd's Jewelry carries jewelry pieces for Hanley, Wadley, Woodland, Auburn, Alabama, Georgia, JSU, Troy, and South Alabama. Get that piece just right to wear to games. Stop by Shepherd's Jewelry to see what's new. All right, our Mike Fields man on the stats. Give us some uh, updates on uh, Meadows and Cofield. Right, go ahead with uh, Cofield. He's having a, sneak, a sneaky day of 76 yards of 14 attempts, averaging five yards a carry. Tay Meadows, 34 carries for 235 yards. This young man is averaging seven yards a carry. First and 10 for the Tigers at the 20-yard line. Guess who? Meadows off the left side, still on his feet. And he's got about seven yards to about the 13. Yeah, nothing fancy. I mean, uh, the guys up front are just, just want it more than the, the Green Wave defensive front. They're doing an excellent job at that point of attack, creating creases there uh, for Tay Meadows. And then, of course, he gets that, that past that line of scrimmage. He's special. Second and three now for the Tigers. Ball on the far hash. Cofield watching the play clock, letting it wind down as the Tigers uh, get it to about 5.22 to go here in the game. And that clock is running. Play clock under 10 now. Out of the pistol formation. Meadows off the left side, and they're going to wrap him up uh, at right at the line of scrimmage, but uh, he didn't want to go down over there. Now, uh, pulling the guard out on the edge and just not able to get that kick-out block uh, that we needed for Meadows to cut it back inside behind the block, uh, give credit to, to the Green Wave defense there. Uh, sniffed it out, did a good job. And I got to give credit to all of our sponsors. I want to thank uh, each and every one of them. They know who they are. Thank you for making uh, this possible uh, all season in this strange, strange season. We couldn't do it without you. My hat's off to each and every one of you that uh, placed advertisement with us uh, here today uh, and, and in this uh, for this season. Yeah, on us. Penalty flags uh, came out, and uh, it's going to be an uh, illegal procedure, false start penalty against us. That'll back us up, and it's going to bring up third down from the 17-yard line, third down and seven now for the Tigers. Uh, I, and I also want to say, folks, uh, 
there's been so many folks listening and sending us messages. If we didn't get a shout-out to you, I apologize. Uh, but uh, we've had a tremendous audience, and my heart goes out to you for, for listening to us. Thank you. Well, Russ McKinney, I'll shout-out to him. He's listening, I know. On the third down and seven play, uh, Cofield fakes it to Meadows, and he keeps it right up the middle, gets it inside the 15. They'll spot it right between the 13 and the 14-yard line, and that's going to bring up fourth down. Yeah, the option play's been solid for us all day. Uh, uh, Evan picks up a few yards there on that carry, but uh, they're still going to bring up fourth down uh, for the Tigers here. Fourth down and four. For Hanley, got to get it to the 10. They, they actually mark it at the 14. Hanley keeping the offense on the field, play clock down to about 12 seconds. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if Coach Strain took a timeout here before the, uh, they get this snap off. Nope. Yeah. Yep, he yeah, does. He did. he did. Coach Strain going to take that timeout with 3.31 to go here in the game. Hanley leading 28-20 to 20 with 3.31 to go. We'll take a timeout and be back right after this. Your number one Hanley High School Tiger fan. Auto Owners Insurance and Tri-County Insurance Agency is a winning combination. We'll work with you to insure home, auto, business, and life, and to keep everything you value safe, sound, and secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Visit Evan Manning and Tri-County Insurance in Roanoke today and online at www.insuredatez.com. All right, Hanley took that timeout. That uh, leaves the Tigers uh, with one timeout left here in this game. It's fourth down and four at the Gordo 14 for the Tigers with 3.31 to go before another blue map is awarded. Yeah, big down here. Uh, and, that, and that's the reason Coach Strain took the timeout here. I'm going to make sure he dials up the right play, try to get that first down. And that, you know, we do that here. I think we secure the ball game, Adam. Uh, so, a crucial, crucial fourth down here coming up. That lawn humming over there. Lawn, lawn Vanilla is, ice. Lawn is dancing over here. <laughs> Can't help it, man. That song makes you move a little. All right, here we go. Fourth down. Cofield out of the gun. Meadows standing to his left. Oh, it's a high snap over Evan's head. He retreats back to pass now. Oh, in and out of the hands of Dylan Brooks, incomplete. And it's going to be a turnover on downs. And Gordo's going to get it with 3.26 to go. Yeah, we struggle with that uh, in the latter half of the season, high snaps. And uh, I thought we'd got past that uh, uh, that demon, so to speak. But uh, in the least opportunistic time for it to happen, it happens. But heads up play by Evan Cofield to – to secure the snap and, and, you know, hit Dylan Brooks out in the flat there, and uh, Dylan just couldn't secure it. That would have been a, a, another first down, and that would have uh, pretty much sealed the deal. I believe if Dylan had come up with it, he might have walked he into the He probably would have scored. Zone. All right. First and ten for Gordo with the football at the 14-yard line. Quarterback back to pass. Under he goes, yeah. He is brought down behind uh, the line. Jake Collins. Jake Collins. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Boom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just what we needed, the shot and arm uh, by this defense that uh, picked the offense up after that uh, last drive, and Jake Cottle uh, comes straight up the middle, fights the pressure there, and able to, to get to Bailey and bring him down. 
Trips to the far side. Backfield's empty except your quarterback, Bailey. Twins over here to the near side from about the eight-yard line. Second down and 15. Back to pass across the middle. In and out of the hands of the intended receiver, Edwards, and almost picked off by Hanley Tiger. Yeah, trying to hit Edwards uh, across the middle there and uh, uh, almost picked off by, I think, Maurice Cameron uh, was in defense of that play. Uh, Also had pressure on on Bailey again, uh, forced him to step up in that pocket uh, to deliver the ball. Oh, okay. (laughs) Third down and 16 to go from the eight. 2.46 to go. Hanley with an eight-point lead, 28-20. Press coverage by all the cornerbacks for the Tigers. Bailey back to pass, looks to the near side of the field, complete. He's going to have enough for a first down, and he steps out of bounds at about the 26-yard line. Pass was complete to Caps. Yeah, just an out route to the tight end Caps uh, out here on the near boundary. Uh, DeQuavius Lawrence in defense of it, but just a well-thrown, uh, well-executed uh, uh, play, a well, well-run route, and uh, uh, picked up first down there. 2.38 to go. First and 10, Gordo at the 27. Slant or underneath route thrown again to Caps for about a three-yard gain close to the 30. Yeah, good job there by C.J. Allen coming up and uh, bringing Caps down right after the reception uh, for so he wouldn't uh, get any yards after the catch. Good job by C.J. Second down and three. Twins far side, single receiver over here to the near side, running back to the left of Bailey, your quarterback, on the second down play. He pump fakes once, looking down the near sideline, and that ball is over the head of the intended receiver, number three, Oglin. In defense of the play, Jordan West, uh, uncatchable ball. Bailey just not able to connect with Oglin uh, uh, down that uh, the sideline. Brings up if, another third down here. If that would have been a good pass, it had been one that could have been picked off. Yeah. Y'all might have to get me another pill before this is over with. <laughs> <laughs> Completely legal, prescribed pill we're talking about, folks. (laughs) Just to clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go, third down and seven. Bailey back to pass. Under some pressure. He's going down. down. Boom, Dylan Brooks got him in the backfield. Huge sack by Dylan Brooks back at the 19 or 21. That's exactly what we needed to dial up there. Brings up fourth down and 15, 16 here uh, for the Green Wave. And they're going to take a timeout and uh, uh, see what they want to do here, Adam. All right, we're going to do that too. 155 to go in the game. Hanley with an eight-point lead, 28 to 20. We'll be back right after this. Edward Jones provides for the needs of individual investors. And financial advisor Sean Bradley will now be serving the Randolph County and surrounding area investors from a new convenient location at 21 South Main Street in Wadowie. Edward Jones can help you prepare for retirement, plan for education expenses, or work toward your financial goals. Stop by the office or call Sean Bradley at 256-363-2252. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Live from Bryant-Denny Stadium, 1.55 to go in the 4A state championship game. This is your game right here, folks. Fourth down and 16 for Gordo back at the 21-yard line. Our Hanley Tigers on top by a score of 28-20. to 20. Play the game right here, guys. 
Trips over here to the near side of the field as they move right to left, single receiver far side. Bailey with the ball in the backfield, looking straight down the middle of the field. Yeah! Christian Jones knocks it down. Incomplete. Turn it over on down. Incomplete. Hanley's going to get the football at the 21-yard line. Minute 49, baby. Huge, huge. And, and Gorda only has one timeout. That is huge. Huge effort by the Hanley defense there uh, to force the turnover on downs there. Uh, deep in uh, the green wave territory, the Hanley offense has got a chance here uh, to try to put more separation in between uh, them and uh, the green wave. The defensive scheme that White and Simmons put together was just beautiful. Absolutely. 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 That whole coaching staff did a tremendous, yes. tremendous job in game preparation here today. 149 left. Hanley with the football. Power eye formation as Cofield goes underneath center from the 21, reverses out. Meadows off the left side, looking for more, dragging people down the sideline. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hold on. They're going to mark him out at the one. Okay. They mark him out at the one. Oh, my God. But that's the man that wants it right there, I'm telling you. Tay Meadows drug a defender down the sideline all the way from the 21-yard line. First and goal from the one, and that would have been the finishing touches on this one. That's the man that wants the blue map right there, guys. I'm going to tell you what. Tremendous effort. That just made the hair stand up on me. I'd have jumped out of Eli Gold's booth down on the field after that <laughs> one. First and goal for Hanley at the one. Same formation, power eye formation. Give it to Meadows. Off the left side. Yeah! Touchdown. Touchdown. Into the oh, baby. Boom. <laughs> Hanley. Woo. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. Our EMT point after attempt coming up, brought to you by Emergency Medical Transport, Landon Bozeman, the snapper, Evan Cofield hose, and Caleb Burns does the kicking. Good snap, the kick is up, and the kick is good. The Hanley Tigers lead 35 to 20, 135 to go in the fourth quarter. We'll be back right after. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. One more time, our Alliance Realty Hanley scoring recap presented by your premier resource for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty, Brother Bryant Whaley. All right, that was a two plays, 21 yards, 14 seconds, capped off by Tay Meadows' touchdown. Young man is up to 264 yards, four touchdowns averaging seven yards a play. And that, ladies and gentlemen, that last score was for Wes Kinsley. Mm. Mm. Boom. That's all I can say. I mean, just. We're going to have to, we're gonna have to re- rewrite the dictionary with adjectives to, to talk about Tay Meadows next season. Burns Pete. with a kick, low kick, kicked on the ground, bounced around at about the 28, 
Fielded by a Gordo player, and he slammed to the turf at the 35-yard line. He's Jay Cottle. Jay Cottle came in and laid the wood uh, to 13 nil there. I think it's safe to say Tay Miles has jump-straddled this Gordo defense today. Yeah, and I said I was going <laughs> to use that. We, uh, Tay Matt has jump-straddled this green wave, this talent, <laughs> talented, talented green wave defense. Now, listen, if anything's been to- taught this uh, Super 7 now, we got a minute and a half. I know. Let's play football. Play football. Finish it. Finish it. Finish it. Thank you, Mayor Tim Cole. I appreciate those comments, and uh, we do have a good time. Bailey back to pass now. Looking for a receiver. There it is. There it is. Quade Lewis, baby. Quade. Oh, boy. Go, boy. Go, boy. Go, boy. Nah, he ain't letting nobody take it there. Boom. All right, folks, I'll tell you what happened. Quade intercepted it back at about the 45-yard line and returned it to the Gordo three-yard line because of all the excitement. I'm not the one going to have a heart attack. Chris May is. Y'all got to calm down up here. There's going to be a a flag on the play, a late hit by Gordo on Quade down there. First interception of the game. First one. And we've been close all day long. Been close. And it was tipped first. yeah, and, and can I, I'll, I'll read you the comments from Mayor Tim Cole. Right. He said, congratulations to the Hanley Tigers, a well-deserved state, <clears throat> excuse me, state championship. He's never heard a set of announcers enjoy a game more. That's what it's all about, yep. Mayor. I'm telling you, it's what it's all about. Yeah, a guy came in after Quad A was down on the ground, kind of speared him in the back. And Hanley going to line up in the uh, <clears throat> victory formation. Uh, Gordo only has one more timeout left. <clears throat> I won't be able to talk for about two weeks. 35 to 20 is your score with about a minute to go here in the fourth quarter. <clears throat> and my emotion, I apologize. My emotion, <coughs> my emotion is run rampant. It's all over the place, folks. Uh, a lot of things going on with me health-wise. Uh, to be here today... <clears throat> But this second yeah. half, Adam, this second half, uh, come out and uh, exert their dominance, uh, the Hanley uh, offense and defense. I mean, you know, hadn't given up a score here in the second half uh, and uh, just done a tremendous job. Came out, established that line of scrimmage. Tate Meadows, tremendous, tremendous. And then the Hanley defense just doing what they've done all season long to shut down a high-powered offense such as this Green Wave offense is just it, a baby. tremendous effort. And uh, the Hanley Tigers going to take that blue map back to run on Number Adam. three. Number three. And join some elite company along the way. And, I, and I'll finish my statement about my, my emotions. I think about Wes Kinsey, our founder. Uh, what, a, what a day he would have loved. We know he was watching from above. But just the thought of where we were in August, maybe not even knowing whether we were right. going to play football. Exactly. And then to get here have forfeits along the way, and what all has happened in football all over the country. Uh, This was a great day to be a Hanley Tiger. It was a great day for Randolph County. It was. I mean, and I'm going to give kudos to the Greenway. Yes. Tremendous football team. A heck of a football team. Heck of a football game. If you can't watch a football game like this and not love high school football, then you can't love any kind of sport. This was a tremendous football game here tonight, or today. Uh, and uh, hats off to the Green Wave for, for making it to the finals. But our Hanley Tigers wouldn't be denied here today. Uh, and just a, a, a tremendous 
uh, effort by both offense, defense, special teams played a big part in today's yes. win, a huge part in today's win. And that goes to show you all three phases of the game playing 48 minutes, uh, laying it on the line. And this, this team laid it on the line here today. Uh, did not taking any anything back uh, to Roanoke except that blue map left it all on the field. Uh, and it's just a huge win for this program, for this school, for our town, for our county. Uh, and uh, we're going to enjoy it with them, Adam. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I hope Matt uh, has got the microphone still on. Uh, we're going to try to pick up the uh, trophy presentation off of the uh, public address system. And we'll listen and pass those information along uh with everybody or to everybody uh we'll have the mvp uh i don't think there's any question as to who yeah <laughs> to who the mp uh, I, i've, lo- the I've MV- lost no i've question. lost my voice <clears throat> no yeah. question MVP. who the mvp is gonna uh be what, what what was the final stat line there on uh meadows brian 264 264 and four touchdowns on how many? Seven yards a carry. How many carries? 38 carries. And he's been tremendous all season, but especially through these playoffs. The last three weeks, he's gone over 200 yards in every ball game. Uh, picked up his first, I went and talked about that, picked up his first Division One offer from uh, Tennessee Volunteers this past week. Well-deserved. And uh, get ready, Tay Meadows. You're going to have many, many more offers in the days to come. We got Coach Strain up on the jumbotron. I don't know if he's supposed to be heard in the stadium or not, but yeah. Uh, shout out to Coach Ron Waters, another dear friend of ours, and uh, and uh, Ron, we hope you are uh, doing well, and we appreciate you listening to us today as well. I want to say this: it's been an honor. Doing it with the with you guys this season. It's been an honor. <laughs> the awards will be presented by the HSAA staff and members of the Central Board of Control, Jamie Chapman and Thomas Jones, representing District 7, and the HSAA Board Vice President, Mike Welsh, and Larry Rain, State Department of Education. Also assisting the presentation of today's awards is Paul Henderson from Encore. The official Wilson Championship footballs will be presented by Jamie Lee, Director, Alabama <coughs> High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association, to both head coaches. First, from Gordon, Ryan Lolly. Presenting the trophy to head coach for Gordo, Ryan Lolly, and like these, these guys have been talking about, uh, Gordo had one heck of a football team. Yeah, Adam, they do. Uh, nothing to hang their heads about here. Uh, most definitely got a talented ball club and the, the core group of that uh, uh, the nucleus back. is coming back um, you know you'll have uh, Tanner yeah. Bailey back from Hanley, on that squad Larry Strain mm-hmm. now the presentation to Hanley head football coach Larry Strain <laughs> what a job by that coaching staff for Hanley mm-hmm. exactly Congratulations to both coaches on a great season. And that wasn't even the blue map yet. <laughs> now, presenting the most valuable player award, 
is Paul Henderson from Encore. And here comes the MVP award. Assistant Director of the HSAA. Anybody taking bets? 2020 Most Valuable Player Award for the Class 4A Championship game is given to number two, Tay Meadows from Henley High School. <laughs> If you didn't hear that, number two, Tay Meadows from Manley High School. Finished with, I don't know if you heard us, finished with 34 carries, 264 yards, four TDs, seven, seven, seven yards per carry. So, uh, tremendous effort by Tay Meadows, and I know he'll be the first to tell you. Couldn't have done it without the other ten guys on, on that offense and no. uh, those big guys moving, uh, moving, paving the way up front and Evan Cofield in the, the decisions he made. And that offensive line came to play today. They did. And the defensive front came to play. Exactly. That's, that's where games are won and lost. The 4A state championship runner-up, led by head coach Ryan Lawley, the Gordo Greenway. Congratulations to them. This was their first year moving up to 4A. It was. Uh, you know, and, and to make it to the state championship in 4A, and uh, uh, my hat's off to them because, uh, like we said, that those guys, uh, they had a tremendous football team, great quarterback, great receivers. And they have nothing, like you said, to hang their hat on. And here comes the uh, presentation of the uh, blue map, the 2020 state championship trophy. executive director of the HSAA and HSAA board vice president. Mike Welsh and Larry Rain, State Department of Education. The Class 4A State Champion, Larry Strain, the head coach of the Henley Tigers. Steve Savarese, the director of the Alabama High School Athletic Association, presenting Coach Larry Strain and the Henley Tigers their third blue map. <laughs> Congratulations to the 4 state champions, Henley Tigers. And it's a, they, the, the players mobbed Coach Strain. Oh, you must have cut that off. I did. The wind's killing me. All right, Lon, I tell you what, let's, the final score here is 35 to 20. Hanley wins it. Let's take a couple of time out and uh, play some sponsors, and uh, let's come back and we'll wrap this thing. Want to earn real money and real careers such as therapeutic massage or industrial maintenance? Are you looking to earn academic transfer credit? Whatever your dream, make it happen at Southern Union State Community College. Get started by simply applying online at suscc.edu, then register for spring semester classes. Registration is going on now. Spring classes begin January 6th. Contact us today to take the first step toward your future. You can't spell success without SU. Switching is easy. We do it all the time. We switch on the light. We switch the TV channels. Some of us even switch partners while square dancing. Well, maybe that's a stretch. But what's not a stretch is how you can switch and save with State Farm. In fact, State Farm agent Ken Seifert, right here in Roanoke, can switch you over so you can start saving today. Ken and his team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. With Ken Seifert, it's easy to switch and save. Just give him a call. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
For all of your pharmaceutical needs, check out Emerging Home Care Pharmacy located on Highway 431 in beautiful downtown Roanoke, Alabama, where hometown services and great prices meet excellent health care. They provide injections, including flu, pneumonia, and the shingles shot, diabetes management, and education, custom fit orthotic shoes for diabetics and other foot problems, massage therapy by appointment, and yoga classes as well. Fast, efficient filling of your prescriptions. Stop by today and see what Emerging Home Care Pharmacy can do for you. The all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community, offering over 55 years of experience in senior services and committed to providing the highest quality living in a tranquil and comfortable setting. If you need a caregiver after a recent hospitalization, short-term stays are available for all ages, providing housekeeping, dietitian approved meals. Visit them at their website at trailerhelp.com or call 334-863-3500. All right, welcome back. Uh, the 4A state championship goes to our very own Hanley Tigers, 35-20 to 20 over a very talented Gordo football team. Tay Meadows is your MVP, no surprise, 38 carries. 300, uh, 264 yards, four touchdowns, and he's just uh, – I had to pull my seven notes. Seven-yard average. Seven-yard average. I had to pull my notes, but – uh, that's well over a thousand yards in the five playoff games and seven, 17 touchdowns. He's been just a beast, a tremendous beast here in the playoffs. I mean, he was from, a man on a mission. On a mission. From the Clay uh, County on game on, he was a man on a mission. Uh, has been, and then the, to pick up his first Division One offer from the Tennessee Volunteers this week, uh, that makes it that much more uh, sweet, and that, and that shows him. Uh, you know, that uh, he's going to have the chance to play at the next level. Of course, there's one good thing about Tay Meadows. He's coming He's, he's coming, coming back, back next year to play for the Hanley Tigers, and hopefully we're in Jordan-Hare uh, this time next year playing for another blue map. And I wouldn't uh, be surprised but, uh, if that's who we end up facing could if, be, if we could go that be. far. Uh, but uh, shout-out to the singers on this squad. Uh, you know, the leadership, Evan Cofield won, senior quarterback, uh, Ahmad Staples, uh, Jake Cottle, Dylan Brooks. Uh, gosh, y'all going to have to help me name the singers. But uh, and, and then Matthew Towers. Matt, yeah. Matt Towers. Hold on. Let, let me just go down yeah. the list. Uh, number four, Dequavius Lawrence. Number seven, Caleb Burns. Number eight, C.J. Allen. Number 10, Christian Jones. Number 12, Evan Cofield. 26, Dylan Brooks. Number 45, Cody Duck. Number 52, Ahmad Staples. Number 53, Carzavier Laurie. Number 59, Jake Cottle. Number 61, Matthew Towers. 64, John Bell. And I believe that – I don't believe I left anybody And off. what a legacy that they leave, uh, you know, leave uh, Hanley High School uh, in this program uh, with a blue map uh, and the foundation. Uh, and we were talking about it, I think, this morning. You know, regards to what happened here today, uh, this uh, – uh, the foundation for this team and this program uh, is, is the sky's the limit. 
you know, while those uh, seniors were great contributors and uh, got us to where we are today and taking that blue map home, the cupboard's not bare. A lot of this team is going to be good for years to come. And uh, uh, those seniors today laid that foundation uh, to teach these underclassmen how to win, how to make it uh, to the Super 7 and what to do when you get there. So that's going to pay dividends uh, for years to come uh, for this football program. But uh, just hats off to those singers and, and what they've done, especially in this year of COVID and what's been going on and uh, to lead this team. And, and at times, uh, uh, you know, take this team by the hands and look, you know, we got to do things the right way. Uh, so we can play on Friday night. Don't don't be in the street. Don't be uh, doing what you don't need to be doing, and uh, so we can get to, to where they are today. But uh, just hats off to them, Adam. And uh, let me say this: why I got the mic. Um, been an honor. Uh, you know, I never. I told told it last night on the the show. Uh, I never thought five or six years ago I'd ever be doing broadcasting football games or have any part of that. But uh, you know, West Kinsey got me involved in. Uh, uh, you know, and I appreciate him doing that. Saw something in me. I don't know. I don't know that I do a good job. I told y'all I've never listened to a broadcast I've done because I don't like to listen to myself talk. So, but uh, I've enjoyed it. And who would have thought that uh, I'd have an opportunity to, to be part of two uh, Super 7 championship broadcast teams? And uh, I appreciate uh, him, appreciate you. Uh, for keeping me on, keeping me around, and uh, I'm just glad uh, y'all kept me. <laughs> Yo, know, Bryant's been with us, and uh, Lon's been a great addition the last two years. Even though we do give him a hard time, and uh, uh, look for more of the same on the way home. Well, I'm gonna give you a hard time, but uh, I'm not riding with you. Uh, well, I, I got a phone. I give you a hard time, but uh, uh, it's all out of love and friendship and fellowship because we have a good time. Yes, and uh, Marico hit the nail on the head. You know, if if you wouldn't let me have a good time, I'd just stay home and listen to listen to somebody. You gotta let me have a good time. That's oh, what it's all about. That, that's what it's all about. That's, that's what, what look, this this is the purest <coughs> form of football that you get, high school football. We get carried away and sometimes we miss the call in the play. The call in the play because <laughs> yeah. we're we're so excited, but uh, you know we we have fun, and it w- it probably wouldn't matter who we were calling the game for uh, when we got when we get into it. Uh, we had so many people listening to us today. Our, our numbers were uh, unbe- uh, unbelievable uh, through through the roof. A lot of them were watching uh, the television broadcast uh, and listening to us, uh, and uh, I, and I'm humbled for that. I, and I talked about our sponsors, uh, <clears throat> Danny Knowles. I want to thank you. He was down in Miami. Uh, Danny helps us out a lot, uh, helps us out year-round with uh, everything that iSchool Sports does, and uh, he's one of our banner sponsors and, and all the others. And, and I apologize, I don't have the list in front of me, but uh, you guys know who you are uh, that co- contribute in some, some shape, form, or fashion to iSchool Sports. And I want to say this about this team also. They kind of rallied around uh, one particular player at the beginning of the season, kind of got socked in the gut the team did. I mean, the, the whole town – uh, had uh, a lot of uh, concern for this young man. He's still uh, in a fight and taking treatments. Nate Pike, you know, yes. dad's uh, one of our assistant coaches, Jody Pike. Uh, uh, Jody was one of my teammates back in the day at Hanley. And, uh, but Nate uh, is going through some treatments, and uh, this team kind of rallied around him. Uh, you know, he was a starter for this now, team. He was a field general. Uh, right. He was, uh, you know, a big hole to fill. And, uh, you know, next man had to step up, move some folks around in places that they weren't uh, playing in preseason. But, uh uh, we wish all the best for, for Nate Pike, and he was here. He was on the sideline with his teammates today. I'm proud that he was able to be here and, and be on that sideline and be a part of this today because it, it's not something that happens 
every day, every yep. year. And, you know, and it's, they paid homage to him on television right. too, and that 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 was one thing that you know that we wanted to point out as well. Exactly, and I uh, uh, hope he continues to do well with his treatments and gets better, and and hopefully pray pray to the good Lord above that he he'll be able to suit up and play for the Hanley Tigers in his senior year next year. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Uh, you know, and folks, my, my emotion is, uh, like I said, it's uh, kind of all across the board. Uh, it, some health issues, don't, don't want to get into that, but uh, some things, you know, on that side. But uh, the emotion I talked about of Wes Kinsey, uh, we wanted to keep his legacy going. We know how much it would have meant for him to be here. Uh, Caleb was here today. Uh, Caleb was listening. I'm not sure if he was here or not. Go ahead. No, I finish your thought. I, I, uh, just okay. want, I wanted to break uh, in. And and Caleb was here, and and you know I know I know that Wes would exactly. be would be proud of us, and uh, and that was that was part of my emotion. But uh, also growing up lifelong Alabama fan, to sit in the broadcast booth that Eli Gold sits in on Saturday calling Bama football uh, was probably a dream come true. Like Don Strength said, we had we had people listening to us in the stands today mm-hmm. as, as well. And Eli Gold gets excited too. I've listened to yes, him. Yes, he does. He gets excited. I, I wanna. I didn't know this till I just saw my text 13 minutes ago. My uncle texted me. My first cousin. Uh, he's gonna have the the farthest person away. He's in. He's in the Air Force. Russell Jackson. He's in Niger, Africa. Wow. And he listened to us. Said we about blew his eardrums up on that last drive. So, uh, uh, Russell, appreciate your service and uh, yes, hope sir. you say stay stay safe and uh, get back to your family soon. And we, we had somebody listening to us from uh, Oklahoma, and I, I got to go back real quick. I said it was the, the first uh, – this is an interesting story. Listening to, uh, from Oklahoma, thoroughly enjoyed listening to you guys. First time I have ever listened, Wes Kinsey invited him to listen to the or to like the page a long time ago. Never did. Thanks for what you're doing. Congratulations. And that's for awesome. Cheryl Freeman Hips. Awesome. What a, what a legacy. Yeah. yeah. And the only thing we could have done is if we could have got him up on the International Space Station to pull it up and listen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we reached the, the far corners of the earth, the, the, the continental United States, and just found out we reached the other side of the world. So that's amazing. <laughs> yes, that is amazing. Yes. And, and we had we had guys like – and businesses, uh, you know, farm boys in Roanoke uh, listening to us, uh, uh, listening to the broadcast today. And uh, Bobby and Alicia Nobley yep. uh, at uh, – hometown pizza and grill and and i know there were others that were streaming the broadcast listening and, and watching today and we want to thank them and we had a heck of a crowd that's hard to tell the group because they're socially distanced in the stadium but i bet we had we estimate 2500 to 3000 fans here today wesley oh. crenshaw yeah Will, was it Will? Will, 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 same family, same family, it does, yeah, he didn't, but we had a lot of answers, and so, so Will Crenshaw won the uh, $20 gift certificate from Hometown Pizza and Grill in the Widawi Village Shopping Center, uh, folks, and we could uh, do like we did last night, we could probably sit around here they for about three, kicking us out. I, I, I well, well hang one, on, hold on, I'm going to get my chance to say something, oh yeah, well, <laughs> oh, yeah right, well we hadn't forgot about you, even I though know. you're sitting behind us, our Mike Fields man everywhere this year, Bryant Whaley, I'm just going to say guys, thank you for everything, you know, I've been on the field, been in the stands, I've been at Wadley, I've been at home with COVID, I've been literally everywhere, so, <laughs> I've been everywhere, <laughs> literally, I can say I've been everywhere, and, uh, and you know, coming back and, and everything else, just Glad to be part of this. It's been a 2020 has been a kick in the gut for everybody. I mean, 
personally, uh, spiritually for everybody. You know, football brings everybody together. We have just a great core people. Getting these shout-outs coming in from us from everybody is young, old, and, you know, just the, seeing the fans in the hotel room and being excited. I got to ride the elevator with Big D's mom saying how excited she was for You know, he's a freshman. He got hurt. Um, Will Thompson hurt his knee. You know, I think the Cherokee County game was when we really turned the corner. We had three starters out. People get hurt. And, you know, that's the best thing to say is, hey, get excited not only for today, but the cover's not bare, guys. I guarantee you within the next two to three years, maybe four, we'll be back for a state championship again And because the cover's not bare with Meadows and Kyle's a couple more coming back. And, and who knows, we might get to call something in Birmingham. But uh, it's been a heck of a ride, guys. And uh, we give each other a hard time. But I know we, we do it because we love each other. And it's like a second family. I think on Fridays we spend more time with each other than we do our own families. But uh, just Lon, Adam, and Chris, personally, thank you all for everything. I've been doing this now going on six years, and it never gets old. So I think that's one thing people can say is we got a passion for it, and we, we love what we do. I think we live for Friday nights. And uh, and i got to give a special shout-out to Matt Knight. Uh, we were only allowed four in the booth, but uh, Matt came. He, he bought his own ticket to come. Uh, he came up with us last night, uh, drove one of his vehicles, and uh, he took our crowd mic, and he was responsible for our crowd mic today. Uh, and we tried. We knew we didn't have a lot of range, but we were able to get it over there, and uh, Matt does so much for us. He produced the show last night. Uh, Matt, thank you for, for driving. Brian missed a treat on the field. Bright missed a treat on the field. Does that ever get yeah, yeah, that, mm-hmm. it, it, exactly right. It, it was getting nasty, and it, and uh, and you know hey, that's what football is all about. It, it football is one in the trenches, and and folks, I can wrap it up by telling you, this one got this one was one in the trenches today by the big mm-hmm. men. Exactly. Even though Tay Meadows had a career day, uh, he didn't get there on, on his own. No, you know he, he, he was there. Uh, and and listen. I can't think of a better group of guys that I would rather have and ride and take care of me and be with and be in a broadcast booth than you guys. Uh, and and that goes for for all of the ISCO sports crews. Uh, they were listening to us and uh, they were pulling for Hanley. I know uh, back along the way, Jerry Huddleston and Richard Pike. Uh, they were sending messages and uh, and and thank them for listening. Kyle was uh, was with us today. Ta was with us. Tucker was with us. Taylor uh, Taylor was with us and uh, uh, Craig Brown was listening uh, today too. Uh, so uh, everybody was listening, pulling for Hanley because, like you guys said, it it it's a Hanley state championship, but it's all about Randolph County as well. It, it, exactly, it, it means something in 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 Randolph County. And thanks to uh, everybody for listening. They're going to kick us out of here, guys. If uh, we don't get out of here, one more. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Thank you for what you do to make this possible, to make us come in. Once again, I apologize for my emotions, but. Uh, Doggone, I love I love football, and I love you guys, and I love being here. Hanley is your 4A state champion, 35-20 winner over Gordo for the entire crew. I'm Adam Slay, bidding you farewell. This is Hanley Tiger football. Hanley Tiger championship football has been powered by the Knowles Group. And sponsored in part by Southern Union State Community College, WM Grocery, First Bank of Alabama, Meadows Farm Equipment, Shepherd's Jewelry, State Farm Agent Ken Seifert, Tanner Hospital, Trailer Health and Rehabilitation, Tri-County Insurance Evan Manning, First Bank, Randolph County Mobile Home, Air Control, 
the Randolph Leader, Emergency Medical Transport, Homestar Mortgage, the Lori Brown Team, Futural Farms, EHC Pharmacy, Reliance Realty, Corner One, The Car Clinic, Lowry Drugs and Gifts, Express Chicken and Fish, Edward Jones Financial, Sean Bradley, and by Main Street Animal Hospital. Rebroadcast, reproduction, or retransmission of tonight's presentation in any form is strictly prohibited without the express written consent of the iSchool Sports Network and the Hanley High School Athletic Department. This is the iSchool Sports Network.